0: You probably saw him on Last Chance U, seasons three and four, I believe, on Netflix, where he led Independence to a championship. They
1: have to do a podcast. The Coach JB Show with the fabulous Sarah Blake. I ain't no math major, but I'm a hustler. I'm going to give it to you raw and uncut.
0: That's Coach JB. Sarah Cheek, mother of four, and an OnlyFans content creator.
2: I want to give an unfiltered, be real, true evaluation of this. Different-
3: things and, and really share
1: like magic, my opinion. As well. you fucking slap dicks. In the trash. Like all in, all gas, no brakes. I love sports. That's just a part of who I am. She's got sports blood in her, so she's on the cover of FHM Magazine. And the coach
2: hey everybody it is monday welcome to the coach Shaby show i'm sarah blake and we have so much to talk about big huge weekend but without further ado let me introduce you to your favorite person ever coach Shaby.
1: that's <laughs> what i'm talking about sarah that's what i'm talking about um our, our main man Zach Smith's already in, so let's let's get him right out the gate. Um, so much to talk about, so we can get him as long as we can. I know he's a busy man as well. Make sure you head on over to betonline.ag and join us today for the Coach JB Store Show. Use promo code Believe B L E A V and tell him that the main slapstick himself sent you. Get you fifty percent off welcome bonus. Monday Night Football is to be played tonight. So make sure you head on over to BetOnline.ag. Use the promo code BLEAV50. Plus, you got baseball in full swing ready for the playoffs. And you have MMA and UFC as well. Head on over to BetOnline where the game starts. Um, Sarah, how's the weekend? I know uh, we got a lot to discuss. There's so much going on. They deleted my Instagram. Um, no idea why. I posted a picture of my dogs asking them to find a home and... Um the next thing I know, my Instagram's gone, deleted, bam. And I'm just like, you gotta be unbelievably shitting me. So that's the way it works. Ah <laughs> uh, man, it's unbelievable. I don't know what's up with that. There's so much to go going. But let's get uh let's get no further ado, uh, Sarah, because I don't you know, I wanna ask you about your weekend and everything else, but fuck it. We don't have time, Sarah, so nobody cares about us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, we'll get to that later. We have a whole show ready to go, so we're gonna get bring Zach in and let's talk some shit. Uh, Zach, what up? What up, man? Man, it's been a. It feels like it's been a month, man, because there's so much shit's going on and fucking man. Hey, so man. much shit
0: happens in a week. You 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 lose sight of the fact that it's only been a week.
1: <laughs> man, Instagram deleted me again. Man, why do you keep fucking with Instagram? I have no idea, dude. Like, I'm suing him this time. Fuck Instagram. (laughs) No, you're not. I'm suing a bitch (laughs) ass. Hey, Hey, I lost so much money on the first one. When I had a verified account, I lost so much money. And then this time, they fucking just delete me after I post my dogs of all things. Like, it's not like I'm out there swinging my dick around. Like, you gotta be shitting me. So, man. Hey, dog, I'm full-time job in this thing right here. I got a fucking 6 a.m. I got you guys at one. I got a fucking night sc- coaching one. I got to try to get you on the night one, me and Matt, man, talking about uh, halftime. We're going to bring uh, some guests on. Uh, I got to yeah. get you on. Hey, that did that Nebraska Cornhuskers uh, pod reach out to you?
0: No. Were they supposed to? <laughs>
1: yeah, I was on there. They're growing. They're pretty big on here. They had like a 1,000 yeah. people live when I went on it. They uh wow. They want you on their bad, so I told them – uh. Reach out to you and uh, I think they, it's called Corn Craze or something.
0: Oh, uh, I guess yeah, I'll do it. No, something shit, like I'll that.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, I know, I know what it is. I was, re- I was reported by somebody, I'm sure, um, and and it's unbelievable. How can they delete you without anything? Anyway, fuck it, I'm so uh, over it. I, guarantee I know exactly
2: you. who it was. It's your competition for this Nebraska job.
1: Oh shit. <laughs> uh. <laughs> hey Zach, I got Will 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 Compton tweeting out uh, that I should be the coach. I got the guys Caleb Presley at, uh Barstool. Fuck. Hey, I, don't do no breakdowns of football, dog, because you go fucking uh, viral overnight on a uh, TikTok and shit, and then everybody's re- Barstool's retweeting your shit at three in the morning, <laughs> and I'm waking up to like fucking five thousand new followers and a bunch of fucking hate. Coach is wrong. God, I love it, man. Don't you hey, love you- it? Coach if is there's wrong. one thing
0: I can guarantee you, JB, is Barstool will never retweet anything I ever do because Dave Portnoy <laughs> is a Michigan man. Oh, is he?
2: <laughs> oh, fuck yeah! Hey, how about he looked? He looked really good in them checkers, though. Did you see him in those checker overalls?
0: <laughs> I, did. I did. But who, who doesn't look good in checkered overalls? <laughs> A lot of people. Hey, how, how about, how about
1: uh, I break down Kyler Murray missing a fucking protection in a hot, and then every yeah. coach on Instagram and Twitter and, and, and I, every coach that came over from Barstool is telling me I'm completely wrong.
0: They're, 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 all the coaches on social media blow my mind, man. You got to love them, man. Everybody knows everything.
1: Oh, you, you ain't lying. And, and they can do your job and their job better than ours. So Of course. Hey, what's up, man? So what's going on? You, uh... We called it. We called Scott Frost about, what, three months ago. That
0: There's no doubt. Yeah. And you, you know what I thought was so funny? On my show, after after they lost to the Northwestern, I came out and I was like, you need to fire this motherfucker right now. Like, don't wait. None of that bullshit. Fire him right now. And everyone went off on me about, it's, <laughs> he's not getting fired before October 1st, you fucking idiot. He, his buyout gets cut in half, and it costs him seven and a half million. I Again, love it. I love it. You fucking listen to these people, it's like, they don't give a fuck about seven and a half million? <laughs> I go on that show, on that Corn Cray
1: show, and I said the exact same thing. I said, if you guys lose Saturday, he's fired. And they're like, oh, no, coach, there's no way. I go, really? I go, you sure? I go, uh, I bet you they do. They paid Willie Taggart $17 million to leave Florida State, bro. They'll pay him another million and a half.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, it was time, though, man. That, that game was disgusting. They gave up 642 yards of offense to Georgia Southern. No, to Clay Helton. Yeah, true, true true
1: (laughs) hey i'm just saying dog like yeah huskers football we got the husker fanatics coming on over from the craze deal i guess hey 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 you're not relevant you're saying yeah right because we're in everybody's mouth you're in everybody's mouth because you're shitty i'm sorry homie i'm sorry bro nebraska's not a a very good football
0: team yeah, it's like after watching a boxing match, you 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 talk about the dude who got his ass whooped. It doesn't, doesn't make it a good thing. Yeah, we
1: talked <clears throat> about fucking uh, Logan Paul knocking out the Nate Robinson, and it wasn't for a good reason. Right.
2: I don't think being relevant. Uh, this guy up here saying that they're in everybody's mouth. You're not. You're in everybody's mouth because you're a joke. You're a laughing stock. It's not because your team is so great.
0: Right. It's like a kid in elementary school that wet his pants and everybody in school talked about him. It's like, that's not a good thing. Yeah, everyone's talking about you, but it's for the wrong reasons.
1: Hey, you know what blows my mind? Sarah's a full-on example of what I'm about to say too, Zach. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. These homers out here are so strongly convicted about their team that they don't give a fuck about the truth. No, they don't.
2: JB, let me tell you something about these homers and about me, okay? I quit my job on Saturday, all within the realm of this game. I was so dramatic. I mean, Matt told me, he's like, I'm not watching another game with you. if This is how it's going to be. I quit my job. I said, oh, that's it. I'm done. It's over. We fucking suck. I can't do this anymore. And then we win. And I'm like, oh, my God, thanks, guys. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> I mean, this is the thing. I, you you got to be impartial to certain things. Like, like me and Zach just say it is what it is. Like, if Ohio State's shitty, Zach's going to say they're shitty. I'm going to say whoever's yeah. shitty in the Pac-12, I think they're shitty. I called SC. I said they're going to blow out Stanford. But I also said it's game two, bro. They played Rice and a shitty Stanford team. Let's hold pump the brakes on SC's back, okay? I don't want to hear their back talk right now because – We see all the transfer portals. We see all that shit, but we also see it everywhere else, and it doesn't end up being good at the end of the day. So let's just pump our brakes. We'll see how good they are. But I'm saying the same thing about Alabama at this point because Texas isn't back, in my opinion, and they gave them all they wanted. And Zach, I don't know about you, but body for body, O-line, D-line, Texas looked like,
0: oh, shit. Fuck yeah, they (laughs) did. Well, here's a couple. Here's a couple uncomfortable truths about what people don't like to hear, right? Number one is Bryce Young is average as shit. I said it all last fucking year. I'm saying it again now. I I got the game film, the all 22. I watched every snap. Bryce Young is as average as they come. I don't even think he's the best quarterback in the SEC. I really don't, because you now to double down on that. Bama's wideouts are garbage. I mean garbage. Now, the kid, Jameer Gibbs, a running back, is an absolute monster. He's a leading receiver, leading rusher, leading everything. Bryce Young makes one play on a bad form tackle from the kid that transferred from Ohio State to Texas. And all of a sudden, all these media entities are like, Bryce Young is unbelievable, wills this team to win. Like, bitch, his team was there because of himself to begin with. Like, why that play was the difference. Do what? That
2: play was the difference. It was right the
0: difference. there, difference. You can't just make one play and erase a whole bad game. He was 0 for 3 on deep balls. He fucking couldn't complete a, a pass over 10 yards when they when he was under pressure. Think about this, JB. You know you know this. I always say that when a quarterback gets blitzed or is under pressure, that's where the fucking real ones thrive, right? If you just play get a clean pocket or they just play base defense, fuck you. You, you play for Alabama, you should dice them up. This son bitch was 85% completion percentage when he was kept clean, 33% when he was under pressure. 78% against base defense, 50% when they blitzed. I'm telling you, he's fraudulent. I'm just telling you. He is two a 2.0. He will be a bust in the NFL. He didn't deserve the Heisman last year. And he is. they're not going to win a national championship because they can't throw the ball.
1: Yeah, that's a strong take. Um, I've seen a kid growing up, him and CJ, DJ, all these young Qs. So I think he's talented. I don't know if uh, the, the it well, factor is yet to be determined because, like you said, he didn't perform in that Georgia game when it mattered. Um, he didn't yeah. perform against Texas this game. He, he, he balled out, of course, against Utah State and all those teams. He'll do right. the same. And that goes for a lot of things. I, I say the same about CJ, though, because he looked very average against Notre Dame at times. And then, no, and then you know, uh, I don't know, man. It's interesting. I, I'm back on my original tip, Zach. Quarterback play as a total is down. I don't think it's very good, even though we're more talented than we've ever been. I just don't think as a whole, and you're witnessing it in the NFL firsthand, like it isn't getting coached up where we're at or at college level because it's getting to the NFL, and these kids are bad, dog. Like they're talented, no question, but I think me and you said it on the show. We've said it on the show. Burrow is going to have I'll his
0: you, sophomore up. So I got. I, I'm getting the coaches of all 22 film like you and I talked about, and I I just put out a 13 play cut up of C.J. Stroud versus Notre Dame, and he makes three throws on that tape where you go, holy fuck, no one in the country can make that throw but him. But then there's six plays where you're like, what the fuck are you doing, J.B. He they had a stretch yeah. call to the left, and the defense misaligned. They were there was two people. To the left side of the center, 2D linemen, no linebackers, no secondary support, nothing. And he doesn't hand this ball off. The running back going to hit his head on the goalpost. He flips a bubble screen out here and it just, you know, gets three yards. And I'm sitting here like, who the fuck is coach? Come on, man. Who is coaching this kid? You have incredible numbers. Hand the ball off. It's just, it, it's... Uh, well, that's the thing. We're not coach... That's
1: why I'm, everyone's anointing these great coaches and all this shit. And I'm just looking at it like great coaches. It starts at the quarterback position being able to get the coach himself out of a bad situation. And that is the extension of the coach on the sideline in the game. And and why am I seeing less and less of that? Like, I don't see coaches being saved by their quarterback. And that comes from coaching the quarterback. And it's like, we're not seeing it. And I'm not seeing it at the NFL level. I'm not seeing... I, me and Matt McChesney broke down Colorado last week. I mean, they're in a fucking odd front, and there's like we got four hats to the right, and we run to the left into the boundary. And and I'm like, why is this not being coached? And that's just my thing. Coaching is just down in my opinion, and, and so is quarterback play, even though we're more talented and shit. But but I'm telling so then you. then right let now,
2: me ask you both your opinion on this take. We have Florida's quarterback. What is your opinion? Because when I feel like when he's forced to play in the pocket, that's when things go south for him because he's not a good decision maker. He can have all the talent in the world, but if you're not a good decision maker, then you're not going to win the games.
0: Yeah. So I studied, I studied that, that game because I loved him in week one and I knew it was probably just, you know, a fluke game. Cause he could not throw last year and you watch him against Kentucky and this son bitch can't hit the broad side of a barn. Right. I mean, he, they are doing everything they can RPOs, quick game, like simple throws. He was 33% completion percentage on, on throws under 10 yards, one out of three on a five yard fucking mm-hmm. route. It was awful. And a kid from Kentucky is not very good either. They talk no, about hey, he's going to be an not. NFL quarterback. Will Levis is is no, about as good as they come.
1: Let me let yes. me let me get into this one, man. I'm so over. I, I, I the most sickening thing to me is these media fucks um, anointing these quarterbacks after one oh. fucking jump, spin, move, play that made him famous, right. and all of a sudden ESPN. I swear to God, he was on ESPN the next week. As a first-rounder now, he was a Heisman candidate now, and I'm sitting there like, hold the fuck up. Pump our brakes. He played against a bunch of stiffs at Utah, and you think he's going to be the next best thing, and then he looks like unbelievably hammered dog shit the next week against Kentucky, and now, all of a sudden, oh. the same people that anointed him are now, oh, he's shitty. It's like, dog, we, we're so fucking anointing. Now, Mahomes is the best again. The, Mahomes is the best again after his five performance yesterday against the worst defense in football in the <laughs> Cardinals. And and uh, and uh, who else is it? Oh, uh, Carson Wentz is back, Zach. He's back. He's a, he's going to be a fucking all-pro because he lit up the worst defense in football last year, Jacksonville Jags. It's like, dog, you
0: got to be shitting me. Let's wait five weeks, motherfuckers. Right. Let me, tell you who is, let me tell you who is legit. Josh Allen is legit.
2: Oh, yeah. Yes. He
1: is. Hey, Zach, he's this far from being done with in the Bills' season over, too, though. Because he had three catastrophic injuries about this far away from happening because he got horse calling. He got horse calling He's one better. time. almost breaks He's his better. leg. He almost blew his knee out on the sideline. <laughs> hey, that's,
2: that's the price of playing. Well, for what the about player. Stetson Bennett?
0: Stetson Bennett, I, I, I got to see him show up. I mean, he did against Oregon for sure. Oregon, I think, is awful. But he, I, I'm the, I was the biggest Stetson Bennett hater ever. Because I evaluated his film last year and he was just, he was an average ass player that that was fun to watch at times, right? Like he'd take off and scramble and make a play and get you excited, but he never like took a game over. He took that game over against Oregon and we'll see how good Oregon actually is. I think they're way down from what they usually are. But honestly, I mean, the SEC so far has been so disappointing when it comes to quarterback play. I mean, I love Hendon Hooker. I've been riding the Hendon Hooker train yes. since he played Georgia last year. But you, yeah. you went in that pit game and launched the ball deep every fucking play. Didn't I mean, complete hardly any of them.
2: I, 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 okay, so I'm being re- very realistic. He was thrown off his rhythm. Yeah. I think that with how he plays and the offense that they run, if he's not on his rhythm, then it's not going to be good for him. And he no could no. never gain that momentum back. So – I think there's a lot more to be seen from Hendon, but as far as the SEC goes, I, I mean, you are right. We have what Spencer Rattler, everybody's awful. amazing, wonderful QB.
0: He's awful. He's, He's still awful. awful. He was awful at yes. Oklahoma. He's now awful at South Carolina, same yep. fucking awfulness, different uniform is just what it is. And you go through the whole conference, Bryce Young's obviously a really good player. I mean, I I'll point out his flaws just to try to, Let people see the fact that he's not this fucking generational quarterback like people talk about him as. But outside of that, I mean, AR fifteen stinks. Will Levis is overrated. Haynes fucking king. Who's that guy? Desmond Howard said he was going to win a national championship. He loses to fucking App State. Like, just who's
2: listening to Desmond though?
0: Yeah, well, a lot of people. He's fucking on game day. Oh
2: my god! I mean,
0: it's just oh my god. It's a weird year. All right, all right, Zach. I got to cut the bullshit and get straight
1: to it. All right. (laughs) This Huskers guy, first of all, he uses he calls women chicks and shit. So you're the epitome of a fuckstick. You're, hey, I called your mama a bitch and a hoe too, motherfucker. Now what? How about you get (laughs) some fucking learn how to fucking talk to women, motherfucker, and fuck your Nebraska Huskers too, you fucking cunt. Now what? How about you learn how to talk to women, bitch boy, Sarah? (laughs) Get your fucking ass smacked up. You
0: have nice things.
1: (laughs) So this is the thing about it.
0: Can we please get into
1: the watered-down landscape of college football that I am completely telling everybody. I'm going on ESPN tomorrow, by the way, and that fucking video I did on fucking, what's-his-name, ESPN hits me up and is like, hey, is this your video? Can we use it? And I'm like, really? Yeah. And then they called me earlier, to, just a little while ago, coach, can we bring you on uh, ESPN radio tomorrow, live on series and talk? And I go, yeah, whatever. And I'm like, I'm just telling you, though, watered-down football. See, the next
2: phone call is Nebraska.
1: We have watered-down football across the country, and people think it is a good thing, Zach. I wanted to get your take. Is it a good thing? Why or why not? I think it's the worst thing. I think watered-down football is the actual worst thing we've ever seen. Not only is tackling at all-time bad, injuries at our all-time bad, we got teams, tra- kids transferring three schools in three years, three different ideologies, three different philosophies, three different ways to tackle. I think everything's been watered down. And I don't care what you say. App State should not be able to go to College Station and beat them. No offense, App State fans. Uh, Marshall, no offense, Marshall. You should not beat Notre Dame at Notre Dame. No offense, Georgia Southern. You should not beat fucking Nebraska at Memorial Stadium in front of 80,000. I'm sorry, that does not make for good football. So um, good football means that this is what it is. You guys should stay competitive where you're at, and this is the worst I've ever seen it. And we got
0: 6,600 kids in the portal right now today. So, You know what they did, right? They have, they have allowed football to become basketball.
2: And, oh man! No,
0: yeah, is, it is. Basketball is disgusting. I mean, Kevin Durant's on a new team every year, trying to chase a championship. Uh, basketball in. is a fucking nightmare, and they just allowed it to infiltrate the one sport that was about toughness, teamwork, and everything you want a sport to be about. They're like, yeah, fuck it. This sport is too good. Let's allow the transfer portal, NIL. Let's let's pay them. Let's create seven on seven teams and let these street agents fucking represent kids. They allowed it to happen. The NCAA and high school football associations did, and. 're just we're just the tip of the iceberg this shit's gonna get worse and worse and worse I
2: it's bet. happening at the level of, of hockey for my kids hockey I bet, I bet.
0: yeah I, um,
1: yeah good job you apologize
2: Thank at you. least you
1: apologize at this at the moment so that's what that's what people do you don't apologize tomorrow because it's too late you're already fucked up we already know you're a shit bird that's a good job <laughs> thanks you um I don't know man i I, uh, I just think it's watered down. I don't, think, I don't think those teams, no offense, and I understand equitable and everybody should have a chance and all this shit. It's not making for good football. And the Texas-Alabama game scared me the most over the weekend because I did it not really think did. Sark's a good friend. I love Sark. I think he does a great job and all that. He's a good recruiter. Kids love him. He's great on offense. I did not think they were going to cover 20 year two. Um, and that scares me because their body types were very similar already. And that mm-hmm. just tells you the landscape of the portal. And now there's dudes everywhere and nobody knows what's going on. And it's like, if Texas is a one point game, could have very easily won that game by all means. They should have won. They should it, have I won. I mean,
2: it, it was saving ball at that point. They like, should have won.
1: They got a backup in there, hobbled. Throw, he's he's yeah, limping I mean, around,
0: making you don't, fucking plays. You know what I think the most fucked up part? Everyone wants to talk about the safety. The face mask, the holding, right? Because all that shit happens. That's football, JB. You know. you you, you Sometimes calls go against you. you got to be able to overcome that. The most fucked up part about this is Texas' starting tight end, their best tight end, is not allowed to play because of some shit that happened when he was at Alabama. And and nobody knows what it is, but it's 100% some shady recruiting shit of how he got to Alabama. He suspended six games, so he can't play against Alabama. So Alabama benefits – from whatever shady shit they did to get that kid. Oh yeah. If he plays, you got to tell me he's worth three points. At least right. At At least least, right.
2: Nobody wants to talk about it. I mean, nobody wants to bring up the facts of everything that's happened or the shady deals that go down. They just want to talk about the outcome versus anything else that could have happened in that game. Mm
4: -hmm.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Um, I got it. So they're asking, Mickey Joseph's interim coach in Nebraska. Um, Zach, explain to them, explain to everyone so everyone knows, because this is the realest show, and people don't understand the dynamic of recruiting and the, the dynamic of people that actually have their thumb on the kids compared to a head coach or a coordinator that really don't engage with those kids a lot unless they're mm-hmm. a true recruiter. Um, Mickey Joseph, everyone's talking about the kids love them, the team loves them, the players love them already. They said the same thing about a guy I remember being the head coach named at Notre Dame just six months ago, and they're jumping around the fucking place. And he's 0-3, by the way. And 0-3. I'm here in the locker room. Don't love him all of a sudden. So what is it that about that? And do, people understand that... Uh, I don't think they understand. Some kids can recruit, some coaches recruit and have a good rapport with players, and then some
0: coaches can coach, and there's a huge difference. No, and-, and, and and the dynamic ones can do both, right? And, and you look at that, it's like, just because you think Marcus Freeman is cool and like a young coach that, you know, maybe you can relate to, that doesn't mean the motherfucker can coach. <laughs> it just mm-hmm. means you like him. And <sighs> last time I checked, Your players don't have to like you. They just have to respect you and follow you. They don't, my players, most of my players didn't like me until after they left, but they respected me and they did what the fuck I asked them to do as hard as they could do it. That's all I gave a shit about. That's it. Hate me now. Love me later. Right. That that title is poignant. It's perfect. That's yeah. my players. I had Terry McLaurin and Paris Campbell, both balled out yesterday in the NFL. They, when they were seniors, I had a group of freshmen that was going through it and, I, I kind of had like one of those meetings where you don't talk football, kind of talk about family. And I let them run the meeting. I was like, I'm just gonna sit back here, interject when I want. I want you guys to talk to these young freshmen. They're struggling. And they got up and proceeded to say, bro, every day in two a days, my freshman year, I went to the hotel and I motherfucked the mirror because like, I hated Coach Smith so much. Like I wanted to fight him every day. I wanted to transfer. I hated him more than anything in the world. I'm like, damn, that bad? <laughs> but by the end of it, we were as, as, as close as you could be coached to player and it's, it's that that's that's lost on the players end they don't know what's best for them and is and the coaches do so to sit here and be like all right mickey joseph has the heartbeat of the team that's fucking great does mickey joseph know how to coach football because i don't even know who he is either o, o coordinator or d coordinator. if he's a d coordinator, fuck me he, he doesn't know how to do shit because that defense is atrocious oh it's bad it's bad
1: i don't know i i I'm just stuck. I'm just trying to figure this thing out, man, because not only are these administrators so over their head and have this false expectation of how good they should be across America, so does the fan base. And the still, the common denominator, Zach, as you know, the one scapegoat is still going to be the head coach. And Scott Frost got fired because of a fan base and because of an administration who thinks they still are Nebraska of eighty-nine. They're not and
2: performance. Not. Huh? Performance?
1: Yeah, they're just they're just they're just not the team they once were. They're not the program and it's not the landscape. And Texas is trying to get back there. They've been down for just as long, or not as long, but almost since Vince Young. SC. Basically the same. Miami, Florida, Florida State, I mean, Penn State. I mean, nobody's talking about it, but is James Franklin not on the hot seat, in my opinion? Like, what has he done?
0: And Oh, he's absolutely on a hot seat. He's got to do something this year.
1: Did they fire Neil Brown at West Virginia today?
0: Did they? I didn't see that. I
1: don't know. I've been hearing about. It. I've been blown up because you know what? every time a job comes up and I'm the next head coach there, they don't understand. <laughs> Zach, Zach, every. I love the fans that, that have my support. I appreciate everybody. I want everybody to hear that. But understand something: this isn't Walmart. You can't just throw your application in there and say, "Hey, I'm up for. I want to take the job. I want to get an interview." That's not how it works at this level. So, uh, you know, I apologize for that. But that's just what it is. Um, Tennessee beats Pittsburgh. I wasn't sold on Pittsburgh because they struggled, in my opinion, with a West Virginia team that KU just beat. Uh, My pick of the week, by the way. Uh, You know, KU's going to be better, like I said, because Lance is a great coach and he builds a culture. He's going to use the portal accordingly and not abuse it.
2: Um, It's exciting. It is really exciting for Kansas.
1: Yeah, I mean – it is what it is. I think I think he's going to do better. I think me and Sarah have a $100 bet, Zach. A $100 bet that KU can win seven games. She don't think so. I think they're going to win seven. It's going to come down to the K-State game, which is a lot better, Zach. They just beat the brakes off of one of the SEC powerhouses, Missouri.
2: Missouri has never been an SEC
0: powerhouse. They have never. You guys say are top to bottom so good. Now, didn't they go to the SEC championship
2: one year? Yes, they did.
1: When they had, oh, what when they they do had the first... When uh, everybody first... had off
2: year. I mean, whoo.
0: They're, they're, they're about Tennessee. That's about equivalent.
2: That is definitely not equivalent. You cannot compare. Holy crap.
1: Um, what game stuck out to you, man? This is going to be interesting because it's still too early, like me and you say. Me and Sarah were talking about it. It's still yeah. too early. Uh, mm. I, can't, I cannot anoint... SC, I can't anoint um, nah. some of these teams. Um, I gotta. I wanted to get into um, my top five college performances of the week and see if you agree. I got Texas, even though they lost. I thought on the field, body type, I thought their defense, with the addition of Gary Patterson, who's a great coach, who's not mm-hmm. even coaching, he's just an analyst – you can tell his thumbprints all over that defense as far as the odd stuff they're running they did at TCU oh, for yeah. years uh, I know Gary's a Kansas native and he's a he's as legit as it gets on defense they had that team dialed in and uh, I think that attests to what me and Zach said last week that Sark should have been on the defensive side more because he knows Bryce Young and I think Sark was and I think it showed yeah. um, they really confused Bryce young in a lot of in a lot of different areas. Um I got Texas as a as a top college as a top 5 performance of the week even though they lost. KU because they're KU and they beat a team that should have beat Pittsburgh. Um and it's just good for morale. I wanted to put them in there. Kentucky beating Florida, App State beating a and m Marshall beating Notre Dame. I know there's a couple other games in there you could mention, but a lot of teams are still playing the Furmans of the world, which by yeah. the way, Clemson beat them 35-12. Not impressed at all. Uh that is how I think the football landscape is so watered down because of those type of games. So that's my top five uh, uh, college performances um, as far as games go. Um, any of them stick out to you that could easily be put in there?
0: Uh, you know what? I mean, and not just because Sarah's on the show, but I think Tennessee beating Pitt was a. It, it wasn't like it was some magnificent, like monumental win, but it right. was so it was so necessary for the momentum they're going to need to go beat Kentucky, beat Florida, and try to you know, level up and be that second-best team in the East and take a shot at Georgia. So I think that was a big win. Washington State beating Wisconsin still is fucking absurd. I don't know how that happened. Um, <laughs> yes, that I, is. I, 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 you I know mean, what? I, I fucking missed that. I probably would have put them on there. But again, that's,
1: again, my point. That's how watered down we are. Because I know yeah. Wazoo's not ready, and Wisconsin ranked number 19th. They must be absolute shitty.
0: Well, it's, it's probably it's, it's probably the same typical Wisconsin. Unbelievable defense. Their run game probably is average. I know they got a bat running back that was a true freshman last year that's, that's outstanding, but they can't throw the ball. Their quarterback stinks. I mean, it's the same old story. Iowa, Wisconsin, like, interchange the team. Every fucking year, it's the same thing. Great defense, decent run game. Quarterback is awful. The receivers are all slow white guys. Same thing every fucking year. What about BYU beating up on Baylor? Yeah, that was, that, that was a big win, too.
2: Arkansas was good, too.
1: Hey, yep. so I think
2: Arkansas is a sleeper team.
1: I, I don't think so. See, I, I've watched them play Cincinnati. They should have lost to Cincy, and they struggled versus shitty South Carolina team for the most part. They didn't by, struggle. I mean, they beat them by twelve. What they beat
2: they them didn't by? Didn't struggle. Uh,
0: yeah, they, 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 you know, they did better in Vegas. Thought that's what I always look at. Like if, if Vegas thinks you're a nine point favorite, you win by twelve. You you outplayed what Vegas said you were. Hey,
1: what about San Jose State in the game versus Auburn late in the fourth? <laughs> Come that's on, man! Now, you
0: thought about a program. Come on, mighty up. SEC. Auburn. Well, I do want to I do want to reference the best division in, in all of college football, the Big 10 East, who is still standing at 14 and 0 right now on the season. What's it Sarah, what's the SEC East? 11 and 4. There you go.
2: Fucking badass.
0: But but then <laughs> look at the other side of the Big 10, the Big 10 West, Nebraska, fucking Wisconsin, Iowa, just awful, awful football teams. They're 9 and 7. In the first 2 weeks, you're supposed to have your cupcakes in the first 2 weeks. They're fucking 9-7. and seven. Hey, have you heard about this? TJ, are you sure that happened, though? I heard something
1: else about this. I didn't know if that's true. So after the Texas game, Gary Patterson dipped to, to UTSA? Did he really? I don't know. That's what I'm hearing. Uh, I I, I want to research that up. Christian, can you look that up and pull it up if, if so? I'm curious to see. Um, so, all right, let me get into this. Uh, Zach, I don't know how long you have. Um, I got to pull up. Oh, yeah, he's
0: he's gone. He tweeted it. Really? Gary Patterson tweeted Hey, just wanted to thank everyone for keeping track of me and reaching out. That said, the credit should go to Coach Sark and the whole staff. Great preparation of the kids played their tails off. Now on to UTSA.
1: What the fuck does that mean? Is he just hopping over to schools from school? Or-
0: <laughs> <laughs> like in the middle of the fucking season?
1: <laughs> Holy shit. Something <laughs> happened, dude. I gotta text Sark now. Holy fuck. That didn't make like, huh? All right. Having that, um, this is how bad Kentucky is. Florida's asking the Pac-12 if you got any more yeah. Pac-12 schools That's how bad that is. Florida needs to win again. They need to come out west. <laughs> um, in all seriousness, Will Compton just tweeted this out: potential head coaching candidates for Nebraska. Obviously, I'm underneath the Nick Saban's janitor guy. So I don't know if to take that as a slight or as a as a But in all seriousness, who is the best fit for this job? And please tell all
0: the haters and naysayers and hopefuls that Urban Meyer would never touch this job. You've never fucking touched this job. The, for the first five names that they're going to mention, I, you could pick any five. I promise you those five are not are not coming. And I got into it with Tim Brando. Do you know who Tim Brando is? I, I
2: saw you. I don't know who he is. But. Still? So, are we still doing this? No, no, no. no.
0: It's over. But, you know, I, I've been coaching my whole life. Like, I didn't know who the fuck this guy was, Tim Brando. <laughs> he starts going to me on Twitter talking about every, every high-profile coach will want Nebraska. I'm like, motherfucker, nobody wants Nebraska. Not one person. Um, the, the coaches, I think they have a shot at, um, that would be good fits are Matt Campbell at Iowa state because he has hit the ceiling at Iowa state and he's got to take a job eventually or else he's eventually just get fired. I I think he's already, I think you're actually too late. I think he's crest. I think he's crest. I don't think he can get one now. He might, he might be. And that that's on him for not, not jumping. He believed that Iowa state could win the fucking big 12, which is idiotic. I think that, uh, Jim Leonard, the D coordinator at Wisconsin, um, you know, obviously losing to Washington State isn't going to help his resume, but he's been year in year out just a dominant defensive coordinator, and he's that he's that fit, that type of person who could take Nebraska and <laughs>
1: look at your make ticker. Look at the ticker. Um, <laughs> Christians a fool. He did that, by the way. Um, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay.
0: Now, those are the two uh, on on a short list. I I have heard, and there there could grow some legs to this. Tom Herman to Nebraska.
2: What about? sean elliott mm,
1: i can see it here's who i think is going to be on the short list and who i think should be the coach so i think fickle's going to be a they're going to be their number one call um mm-hmm. they'll call him and i figure they'll call him and see what they can get i think uh they're going to call lance leaphole at ku I think he's already going to be in the mix. I think they should call Willie Fritz, but I doubt they will. I think he, they'll think he's probably too old in the business. Um, I think another one will be Kalani Soltaki will be in the mix, but I was telling everybody they're not going to hire a Polynesian in Nebraska. Sorry. that's no. That's no offense. That's just how it is. They're not going to hire the brother either, just like SC won't. So, I mean, that's just what it is. And and everyone, oh, you're hating. No, it's not. It's fucking the truth. That's what the sad right. part is. That's just what it is. So uh, I don't see a place like Lincoln hiring a minority, period. Polynesian, black, Hispanic, I don't see it. Um, but let me ask you this. Rich Rod's name is starting to emerge again because of what he's doing. Is he going to, is he a guy that, I can see Rich Rod fitting into a place like that. He's nothing more than... He's a Bo Pelini mix with a little bit of, you know what I'm saying?
0: Uh, Yeah, I I could see it. I could see that as a hire that nobody's discussing out there. Um, I think Rich Rod's going to have a tough time just because of how the shit went down at Arizona. I know all the fucking just, you you know, true or not. Some of the shit you're like, damn, that's fucking, that's dirty, dirty whole (laughs) shit. Like binders with fucking like, like things about the secretaries. And you're like, damn bro, really? Like, we went that far.
1: Yeah. Um, I know, I know, Josh, but you know, that's the real. You know, they're not going to hire my boy. Plus, Kalani's tongue in, and that motherfucker's not going to, they're definitely not going to Lincoln. And I would never leave BYU if I was Kalani right now, based on what he has going right now. And they're all in, and he played at BYU. And he, he was actually Sark's fullback at BYU, by the way. So they were actually roommates at BYU. But. Uh, I don't see him leaving BYU. I wouldn't. I wouldn't not leave BYU for Nebraska, not at this current state, not right now. Sure. People think Nebraska is a big time uh, landing spot. It's not, it's a two year spot, and they're going to leave again. And if a guy like Urban ever did touch that, he's only going for two. And that's what people don't get. Like, why would you hire a guy that doesn't want to be there? You got to hire a guy that wants to be there, not needs to be there. And uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'm just curious. Wow. I, I, I brought up this to Sarah. Josh Hypo was at UCF, had success. Frost was at oh UCF. Oh, my gosh. UCF Here we go again. Had success. People ask, well, why can't Frost bring what he did at UCF over? And I'm like, dude, why can't Heupel bring what he did over to Tennessee? He did. He I said, did. It's a different ball game. You're the but best at UCF. That. You're the best at the in that conference. You're not the best no more.
0: It's 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 funny because what the fuck did you think he did? You didn't think he came to Nebraska and brought all of his culture program builders? No, all, you, completely you different right coach. Zach. Orlando? He brought a completely different thing. He's guessing this year around. He's like, you know what? I'm going to go to Nebraska. I had a lot of success doing it this way. I'm going to do it another way. See if that fucking works. Like, of course he brought all his shit. What
1: do you mean? <laughs> It blows my mind. Coach, you think that he changed his philosophy? Yeah, he changed it what
0: won and went undefeated. He's going to change it and change all the way up and go on over. Like, come it, on, dog. It's the, it's the same shit with, with Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer had a way of doing things, and every assistant coach bitched about how this, this is fucked up, that's fucked up. Th- they would do it so differently. Every fucking one of them got a head job, and guess what they did? Every fucking core value, every saying, everything that was on the wall it, at Texas, Louisville, Every, you name a fucking school. It was Urban Meyer clone program. Why? Because they saw that shit work and they're like, fuck it, I'm not risking it. I'm doing exactly what he did. No right. Question.
2: It's the same as the Nick Saban disciples.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
2: Kirby. You know what I mean? You have everybody who did the same thing but the problem with that is they are not Nick Saban.
0: Absolutely, the Same thing with Belichick in the NFL. Belichick you know, has, not has not one assistant
1: that, that has done anything. Not no, one. Because
0: they try to be Belichick and they're not Belichick. Right.
1: All right, transferring on over. I know this is not your wheelhouse uh, or your preferred uh, choice of topics. Um, Dak Prescott, who I've been saying is horrible for a long time. He looked absolutely atrocious. He got hurt. He's, ble- he's a bleeder just like a lot of them are. Uh, Kyler Murray looked like he really had that put in his contract for a reason uh, after watching some of the shit he did yesterday. Kirk Cousins, who me and you literally came on here and said he will have a great year. Looked great. Looked like better than Aaron did yesterday. Um, obviously has much better weapons than Aaron does also. But uh, I think there's a rejuvenation there with the new head coach, offensive-minded guy. Vikings look really good. You've got uh, Derek Carr, who I've said is horrible and average and doesn't have it. Looks like that yesterday. Um, and then we said Herbert's going to be the guy. He was. Allen's going to be the guy. He was. Um, Mahomes, we said, will have a down year overall, but that doesn't mean he can't light up a couple teams here and there that's what he is he's a talented guy we didn't say he wasn't fucking talented we just said that he's gonna hit a wall and he's gimmicky um Carson Wentz had a phenomenal weekend apparently Bruce Helms he played the worst defense in NFL history by the way and uh let's see it after fucking 10 weeks um and you got Aaron Rodgers who struggles with the young, young uh, uh, core of wideouts who I've said over and over they keep fucking the guy. I give it credit for staying there this long. Um, what about Trey Lance and Justin Fields? They play in the rain. Zach, please let everyone know they're not the first two to ever throw a wet football. And <laughs> I would love to throw a wet football in 90-degree weather instead of being in the snow and the icy oh, ball. Man. Why is everybody making
2: excuses,
1: Sarah? They're getting the they're they're getting the most excuses I've ever heard of in my life because it was a wet game. I'm like, wow, so fucking (laughs) what? Baker Mayfield comes back and has a horrible performance for three quarters. (laughs) He he gets back into it in the fourth, brings his team back in. I said Daniel Jones will have a great year. He throws a pick. I'm looking like fuck. He leads his team back down, wins the game. Um, So that was all good for me. I thought Mariota did better than it was expected. They should have won the game. I thought it was bad clock management by the head coach, Arthur uh, Smith. And then you have Jameis Winston, who did okay, I thought, uh, got the ball late to Michael Thomas um, in mm-hmm. that game to come back and win it. Um, Mac Jones looked very average, like we said he would. Um
0: Tua. I think the biggest surprise was Joe Burrow throwing five picks and five and, picks um, and losing to the Steelers.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, and I, I we I said it on the show. I think I think I think uh, Cincinnati's going to have a down year. I know you think they're going to have a good year. I thought they're going to have a down year because he's going to hit his sophomore slump. Even though I thought Ooh. I think he's a top three quarterback, I still think that happens early in people's careers. Um, People think that he's playing three years. Like, oh, nah, he got hurt year one. Last year was his real rookie year. Let him to a Super Bowl. Let's yeah. let the cat grow a little bit. I think his team's going to mature. They're going to just be like uh, Green Bay was last year. I think they'll get better as the season goes. Um, yeah. Tua, he misses three guys wide open like high school, and then they all want to come out and say, oh, he made this throw. He looked absolutely atrocious to me, um, and I don't think he's very good. Um, and Trubisky continues just to win football games while everybody wants to talk shit. Um,
2: telling you, Kenny Pickett will be in by the end of this season.
1: I don't see it. That guy's a winner. I'm just telling you. The motherfucker wins games. He took two shitty mm. Chicago teams to the playoffs. Um,
2: He's inconsistent.
1: Well, of course, all of these guys that aren't big name are. Look at these guys that are even getting $150 million are fucking inconsistent. Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson, Zach, throws three touchdowns for all bombs, by the way, all bombs over the top, and everyone thinks he's the shit. He ended up throwing for barely 200 yards. He was like 50% completions. I didn't see him throw one fucking ball underneath a dig, a crosser, a hitch. Everything's over the top because he throws long balls deep. Well, uh, I still think he's going to have a hard year this year. Um, all these QBs. Uh, who stood out? Who, who, who surprised you? I know Burroughs stood out as a, in a bad way. Um, Dak Prescott and the Cowboys though, are just horrible to watch. And I don't know what Jerry Jones thinks, but please, can he look at himself one day? <laughs> like he might it. be the problem. I don't get it.
0: Maybe, maybe once. Yeah. I mean, I, I you kind of hit the nail on the head on all of them. I mean, I thought Josh Allen and Justin Herbert kind of stole the show up this weekend they were outstanding i mean some of the throws justin herbert made one throw he like a sidearm flick 650 yards over two dudes heads like it was i just watched it like what the fuck was that like who can do that nobody nobody can do that except for him um and then i could see it joe burrow might i think the most surprising thing is they that cincinnati attempted to make moves to get him an offensive line and they just fucking looked atrocious still (laughs) it was just bad uh um, I don't know what Pittsburgh's going to do at quarterback. I, th- I think Kenny Pickett stinks, but I-, I also agree that Trubisky's not exactly an NFL quarterback. So I don't know what they'll do, but I'm, I'm just interested for-, for to see how Cleveland does with Jacoby Brissett for the next 150 games until Deshaun Watson gets out of prison or whatever they're saying now.
1: <laughs> hey, hey. What is your take on Matt Ryan? I, I'm, a, I'm a believer. I think he's rejuvenated. And then I, I, I am a big fan of Davis Mills. I've said right now I'll take Davis Mills over Dak Prescott right fucking now. Um, that's just me. Um, and and uh, let's get a prelude, Zach Smith prelude on tonight's game. Russell Wilson headed back to the 12th man, Seattle. Um, going to be very interesting. I, I think he's going to have a little bit of nervousness just to come back to his place of business for so long. And, uh, and then I think he'll settle in. I think the game's closer than everybody thinks. I think Seattle, led by Pete Carroll, who I think people think, oh, they're going to get blown out. I'm like, Pete Carroll's not getting blown out, number one. No. Uh, number two, I just think they're going to have some nutty-guttiness to him, and, uh, and I think it's going to be a closer game. But um, what do you think about the Lovey Smith punting the football with, with nine seconds to just, to just
0: secure overtime instead of going for it? I guess some people coach like pussies. I don't know. I wouldn't have done it.
2: Hey, I like Lovey.
0: Yeah, was
1: I, it a job even, security I'm call? Crazy.
0: Was it a job security call? Yeah, probably. I mean, the I, I don't the fact that Lovey Smith is a head coach in the NFL again is so mind blowing <laughs> to me after everything that went on with Brian Flores. It's just like they they had to hire a black guy. They grabbed Lovey Smith out of fucking retirement, like he was playing after golf a for horrible stint community. in Illinois, after a horrible college stint. Ooh. Like at this point. They got a high school coach here in Powell that wants a shot at the Texans gig.
1: <laughs> no shit. Hey, is, it, is that is that real? UTS's next game is Texas? UTSA plays Texas and this guy just left and goes to death? Is that a real just, thing? No I fucking way man. that's real. Well, no way. Is this guy just going around to, to play? It, by...
0: t- huh? Is that real? Oh, you know what? He must be saying on to you, Yeah, onto like, the, on the next, the next game. Yeah. yeah. Who the fuck's saying he laughs,
1: dude? What are dude? These people
0: talking about?
1: Come on, man. Grammatically correct fucking commas and fucking periods matter. you got to
2: stop listening to the $1.99 commentary. On
1: man, this. they're playing UTSA. He ain't fucking going there. <laughs> on to USA. That's how rumors USA get started, later. Zach, on Twitter. <laughs> God damn um uh, oh. all right sarah i don't know what you got going let's make a pick right now we got to make a pick for a merch giveaway all right i'm gonna give one of zach's fans uh, a piece of merch if zach wins whatever his fan base wants zach if you can announce it on your show tomorrow i'll give a you. bottle of whiskey or any type of hoodie or anything they want you just tell them whatever's on my store whatever's on my store and sarah if you win I do it to your fan base, and if I win, Sarah, you got it. So Zach's out of this thing. He's only getting rewarded. He's he's in a fucking I got, great situation. I got
0: nothing to offer here, James. Yeah, you know. No,
1: no. So who wins tonight? And I need a spread because we're gonna bet a spread. We're not gonna just pick I don't have a team. A it's minus six and a half. Denver favored. Um,
0: can Seattle cover a touchdown? I, so I'm I'm taking Denver with the points. I, I think that. I think Denver's skill set on offense hasn't been fully unleashed because of their quarterback play, and I think Russ, you you hit the nail on the head a while ago. Shit, I drafted him in a fantasy league because I listened to you. Russ is going to have a kind of a a, a bounce up year because Jerry Judy is a fucking monster. Cortland Sutton Sutton is a good player. I mean, I, I think they I think they have skill, and Russ Russ is just going to kind of let them unleash them. And, and, the tight and, and I, I think, you know, he's also playing with a little bit of an edge because he's back in Seattle. I agree Pete Carroll's not getting blown out. But I think Denver wins by eight. I think they cover the spread.
1: Uh, Jeremiah, some of your fans are like, that's not true, Zach. You can give a, you can give a Patreon free account for a month. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, that's fine. There you go.
1: Hey, uh, I'm taking Seattle, goddammit. I'm taking Seattle to cover. And... Uh, I think the game's going to come down with that loud-ass crowd, and don't let it rain tonight, because I hear rain is in the fucking, uh, is in the weather. Uh, If it rains, it could be a field goal game, man. It could come down to a field goal late. And uh, I think Seattle's going to control the clock and run the football and play good defense. That's my take on it. I could be wrong, but Joe Accord, the weatherman, he says he hears rain. I like Seattle in the rain.
0: I can't, I can't
2: disagree. Sarah,
1: let's go, Sarah.
2: I'm going to take Denver to cover.
1: Oh, fuck. So I'm winning this one. So both are going to owe me. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Um, we'll see what happens. Um, any college games this week during the week, like on a fucking Tuesday? Is it like Miami of Ohio sure and fucking I, Akron?
0: I haven't even looked, but I'm sure We is. play
2: Akron this weekend.
0: Oh. Watch out now. The zips might get your ass. Yeah, no
1: shit. Oh,
2: I know. Um.
0: <laughs> Less than
1: 0.1 inches, Joe Accord. That's what she said to, about Deshaun Watson. Um, I,
0: you, you know what, hey, JB? Here, here's what I will say. The one game I'm excited to watch this weekend, because I think the reason Scott Frost got fired is if he pulled out a win this weekend, it would have been a movement to try to save his job. That's why they fired him, is they got to they play Oklahoma at home.
1: I agree oh, with what you're going to say. Hey, I agree with what you're going to say. And you know what? I bet you that game's closer than everybody thinks this weekend because the team's going to say, Oh, my news calls. We like, we're going to play hard. And it's all about the players. (laughs) It's all about the players at the end of the day. So players play hard. They they're going to be in that game. They're going to be in that game.
0: Um, There's a couple uh, there's a couple decent games this weekend, just for like, not necessarily that big time of a matchup, but just for the storyline, like Penn state has to go to Auburn. Like, don't really give a fuck because neither team's going to be there at the end in the national landscape. But we'll find something out about Penn State when they have to go down to Auburn, Alabama. South Carolina's hosting Georgia. Not going to beat Georgia, but you know what? They might show. Oh, I can't that, wait to see it. And they might expose a, a, a weakness here or there of Georgia. Georgia's certainly probably going to win by 20. <laughs> but there's games like that th- this weekend. There's not really anything to, to note. Miami, Texas, AM after AM lost. Uh, is that a big game? I. I guess not.
1: Is that a game? Yeah, that's crazy. Is the first three weeks, though, Zach. Every year, you know, it's all these crossover games. It's all these bullshit yeah. money buyout games. It's all these games that you don't really care about. And, and you'll get the you get the Texas Alabama. You'll get the SC yeah, it, Alabama it, or something. It feels every like year. they
0: always set up one for you, though. You know, like you had Ohio State Notre right. Dame, and you had Texas Alabama, and this weekend it's like, oh fuck us, huh? You're not gonna yeah. give us one. We yeah. gotta watch all
2: mid games. Yeah. Yes, because they're gearing you up for Florida Tennessee.
0: <laughs> is that this weak. weekend? Florida Tennessee. Is that
1: this huh? weekend?
2: No, oh, next, next weekend.
1: weekend. Is oh Tennessee has Akron. Uh, mm-hmm. Who's Florida got? Uh, uh, USF. they have South Florida.
2: Yep, yep, USF.
1: And College Game Day is at App, App State. State. So yeah, be you better tell your boy to quit betting game. against you,
2: you, Tennessee. You, you, huh? I said, you better tell your boy Pat to quit betting against Tennessee.
1: Oh, he's going to he? have...
2: Hey, he's from ball Pittsburgh. He's
1: from Pittsburgh. You know, just, just like you.
2: You're a homer.
1: He's a homer. You got to bet again, And he played at West Virginia. <laughs> I'm smart.
2: Hey. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I
0: gonna say, we'll see. I'm going to wait until you pick against Tennessee. My ass.
2: I know. So I know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I know.
1: Because it's going to be Alabama's going to have like three close games, Zach, and then she's going to be like, you know what, I'm going to go to Tennessee to cover <laughs> against Alabama. She'll be like, and that's Zach, be. you Alabama Zach getting said Bryce Young's
0: not any good. Zach said Bryce Young's not any good. Tennessee's going to win.
1: Hey, who's who's Ohio State got? Um, Toledo. Fuck. So they're right. all staying home right now. Let's stay home. Let's stay home and play local, so we don't have to fucking travel. Smart. I mean, that's it is what it is. I see the geographical yeah. thing, but you know. Uh we'll see what happens. Uh who's Michigan got after naming uh you called it you called it McCarthy quarterback starting quarterback obviously um who do they got?
0: They got the uh the mighty powerhouse the Yukon Huskies. Oh fuck. <laughs> hey, Jim Moore. Hey, Jim Moore. Michigan Michigan had the, the easiest first three fucking games of anyone in college football. It is truly amazing. I mean, Colorado State is awful. Hawaii's the worst team in college football, and Connecticut might be the second worst team in college football.
1: <laughs> how, about, how, about, how about this? UCLA's first three games, Bowling Green, Alabama State, and uh, who the fuck do they have? Grambling, or who they got? I don't know. Oh. But you wonder why there's 10,000 people showing up to the game. Both. And uh Rudolph. I'm just like, fuck, dude. I mean SC played rice and fucking they at least they had a conference opener. Um yeah. I don't know. Hey, what's your take on this last thing? Get you out of here. What's it what's your take on this uh this media guy that came out and said uh Jimbo Fisher's offense is like spoiled milk. If it says 2014 on it, throw it away. Um I I'm like well, first of all, I don't agree with media, people, because from what I last checked, Sark and Lane Kiffin still use shit out of fucking Bill Walsh's playbook. So that is all horse shit, and it's all about buy-in, and Jimbo is running
0: <laughs> modern shit, and me and Zach would know and tell you. Um, fucking, you, you watch you watch Mike Leach's football teams play. They, they run passing patterns, schemes, routes, that against certain coverages, you're like, that's the dumbest fucking combination you could ever run. But they just do it so well, and they're so bought in, they still execute it. Like, you can miss me with all that bullshit. Whatever he's fucking doing on offense, his problem is his quarterback stinks, and his players aren't very good at executing it. And
1: Period. I don't think everyone's bought into him. I, I hear no. I hear from a good couple buddies of mine, that I'm not going to say their name, but he's like, dude, the motherfucker ain't even here for a guy that makes $10 million. You never see the guy, and the kids know he's bullshitting, and all he wants to do is call offense. He has 30 pieces of paper in his hand. And I'm like, dude, it ain't that serious. Like, let's be around your players and let's get these fuckers to run through a wall. You have a $40 million roster. Like, let's right. fucking figure it out. Beat App State, number one.
0: Um, I mean, it's... Uh, man, it's, it's kind of out crazy. on him. I'm not out on his offense. I'm just out on him as a coach. Me too. I'm the same way. I'm not... It's not about
1: offense. It's about the fucking whole structure of this thing. He's a $10 million motherfucker. And, uh... I wouldn't be surprised if that guy's not taking some heat internally
0: that we don't know about. So gotta be. He's paid thirty million dollars on a recruiting class. Those boosters are looking at him like the fucker. What do we pay you for? We we bought the recruits. What are you paying do? him a hundred million? Yeah, you coach. You stink at that. We need someone different. If we're buying right. these players, let's get somebody that can coach.
1: Oh man, I don't know, Sarah. You got any last questions for for Zach? I know. Uh, Monday night football, we got football's back, so
0: gotta love it.
2: Nope. I mean go Tennessee. Ohio State sucks. And no, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's fine, fine with me. Here's the thing. If Ohio State loses, it's the best thing in the world for my show because everyone wants to tune in and find out what the fuck happened.
2: <laughs> right.
1: Um, Dexton Daniels, you should become a member. Zach's on every fucking Monday if you haven't noticed. So you must be new. I appreciate you. But make sure you head on over to Zach's show as well. He does a show every day on uh, his Menace to Sports. And Zach is on here every Monday. That's why this Monday is called Menace Monday.
0: So The fucking, the light bulb just went off.
1: Hey, no shit. <laughs> hey, I appreciate you, brother. And uh, good luck. Watch the game tonight. Chill. Go hang out. I saw you at your game uh, uh, this weekend on your story. They've, they've deleted my Instagram, so now I can't see it. But you... Uh, <laughs> What were you doing? Were you calling the plays?
0: Wait, my son's game? Yeah. No, I just watch. I told you that school won't let me anywhere near that fucking program. The, <laughs> the, the principal, the I think the principal's gay or something, and I might have said.
2: High five. Same, same.
0: Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I, and I love it, because I sit up in the stands, and all the parents are just fuming, like, why are you not helping yeah. coach? Why are you not coaching? And I'm like, hey, go email the principal. <laughs> Don't talk to me. <laughs> Hey, man, hit the like button for my boy, Zach. Make sure you follow his channel,
1: Minister Sports. He's on every day uh, noon, right?
0: Yep, noon every day.
1: Noon every day. So go check him out, and I'll see you next Monday, man. Hopefully we can get together. I'm going to hit you up, though. I might uh, try to see if I can steal you for like 10 minutes tonight during the game.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Just hit me up.
1: uh, It'll be like uh, we're going to take over the fucking Manning cast. Let's do it. All right, guys. I appreciate you, Zach. I'll see you later on.
0: All right. Appreciate you guys.
1: Later. (laughs) Uh, appreciate Zach. Make sure you guys all hit the like button, subscribe, become a member today. Grant Moyer, all you guys in here, Matthew Burgone, uh, become a member, dollar ninety nine, best dollar ninety nine. Goodbye. Uh, make sure you head on over to our Patreon. It is in the link. It's in the bio. Head on over to Patreon. Me and Mac Mcchesney is on the RPO show show tonight for Monday Night Football. We're gonna have to sneak Sarah on there too. Maybe she could be drinking and like you know have something. <laughs> fun going on um and uh we're gonna be breaking down some football today at uh six o'clock yeah hit the damn like button like gorgian said i appreciate you gorgian um sarah we got a lot to discuss and break down i know we have a lot of things going on i'm gonna go let the dogs out take a piss get me a drink because i'm so stressed out i need a fucking drink (laughs) If anybody wants two dogs, let me know. We need to understand that and understand that Shane Beamer is always happy. (laughs) And so are we here on the Coach JB Show. So we'll be back in about four minutes. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. I'm going to make me a drink, Sarah. Fuck it.
4: I'll be right back.
1: So here's my top five fucking of all time. Tony Gonzalez is the premier tight end in my generation. Not only did we play against each other in high school, growing up together, his old his older brother was actually one of my JUCO tight ends. His name is Chris Gonzalez, by the way. Went to Huntington Beach High School, grew up right up the street. We played together in the we actually played each other in high school twice. Um, he also played basketball when I for his high school. We were obviously the number one team in the country in basketball. He was a great basketball player as well. Played at Cal Berkeley with Jason Kidd. Um, Tremaine Folks, another good friend of mine He was on that squad uh, Ed Gray, another LA kid That Cal team was great I think they lost in the Elite 8 uh, To Duke, I want to say Or North Carolina But that that Cal team was really good Tony Gonzalez was a problem in college basketball Could have played in the NBA uh, I don't think he would have ever had the same career Obviously, he would have just been a big bulky power forward In the in the NBA You know, he's 6'6", Uh, probably could, you know, at that time. Um, But he was a great inline blocker. He was a great pass receiver and catcher. He obviously – and also was – he did a lot of things that tight ends at that time were not willing to do. Uh, But Tony was an all-around tight end who holds most records, and he played longer. That's one of the reasons I cannot put Gronk in there. I do think Gronk is probably the most talented tight end to play the game, but I don't put him there because I think he's played 11 years. He's only 33 years old, and I don't think you can put him as the best already. I think he scored in three of his four Super Bowl victories. Um. But anyway, Ozzie Newsom is my number two tight end. Ozzie Newsom redefined the position. He is what the Antonio Gates of the world, the Shannon Sharps, all those guys became later. Ozzie Newsom, also a friend of mine who who was the player personnel of the Baltimore Ravens for a long time, a guy named Art Perkins who played running back for the San Diego Chargers, L.A. Rams, actually was a Compton College alum who was a coach at Compton College who coached my coach who also allowed me to come into OTAs and mini camp with the Ravens way back for a couple days. Art Perkins is a great guy learned from Ozzie Newsome uh, played in that era. Ozzie Newsom was a different human. People don't realize that everyone wants to talk about the firemen and the plumbers and shit. The JJ Reddit quote, which will, okay, well, how's that going now? <laughs> now that all these old school motherfuckers have came out and showed you that you fucking bitch made motherfuckers could never even have played in our era. A little less fucking played every game in our era, but anyway, Ozzie Newsome I think deserves a lot of fucking credit for what he did um, as a Colt, as a Brown. Uh, you know, he was original fucking vertical threat tight end that you did not see. Everybody was in line tight ends at the time, so Ozzie Newsom's one of my fa- uh, set number two. I put Gronk at three. I put Gronk at three. Um, Like I said, I've already talked about Gronk. So I put him, that's where I put him. Shannon Sharp is four. I think Shannon Sharp redefined the athleticism of the position. I believe he was one of the fastest tight ends. His brother was one of the, Sterling Sharp was a freak of nature. A lot of cats don't know that Sterling was possibly a top five receiver of all time who had his career cut short because of a major neck injury. Sterling Sharp was a freak. You could ask Brett Favre that one. You can ask a lot of people that one. Um, but anyway, I got Shannon Sharp at four, and then I got Kellen Winslow Sr. at five. And Kellen was a freak, by the way. His son was a stud. He's also a pedophile. You think they're in good hands with the QB they got, huh?
4: Oh, man, definitely, man. I appreciate, uh, appreciate you, man. But, yeah, I think, I think Kentucky's in, in, uh, in good hands with Will Levis, man. I believe that's a prototypical style. Uh, pro quarterback, you know, with uh, with Nick Scangarella coming in as the OC, a former OC of the NFL, having a guy like Liam Cohen last year, you know, introducing that new style of offense, which was one of the most exciting times to watch a Kentucky offense play. Uh, You know, no disrespect to anybody that was, you know, a part of the offenses before, but, you know, just being able to see Kentucky run the ball and then be able to throw the ball vertically downfield and be able to connect and actually be a threat down the field for SEC defensive back groups. It's, you know, pretty exciting to watch him with a guy like Will Levis who's not afraid to throw it. The one thing I will say, you know, I mean, you look back at the guy's stats last year, you know, maybe had a, a couple of interceptions more than what you wanted, but, you know, the guy's not afraid to throw it. And that's a guy I want back there quarterback. I want a guy that's not afraid to try to fit that some bitch in there between double coverage because, hell, if it works, it's going to be a hell of a play for us. But if it doesn't, you know, it doesn't, we got a hell of a defense back there. Let's go stop him and get the ball back in his hands. So, you know, I believe in number seven. I believe in what Coach Stoops is doing, putting guys in position to. You know, either make those play calls like Coach uh, like Coach Scolge and, uh, you know, putting a guy back there like Will to be able to deliver it to these receivers. And so I'm looking forward to seeing the young receivers work too, man. We got a lot of work, uh, I think, cut out for the young receivers, but I believe they're in a great position to do some good things this year.
1: Fuck, you know, Ellsworth. Look what happened to Ellsworth. People think I called the best football player in America. And then there's a timeout. People don't talk about it. I tell the story all the time. I said – I, so I, I, this is a true story. Rakeem's going to tell you what it is. We play Ellsworth. We're backed up on the one yard line, and we have to go. It's right before half, and I'm like, I'm like, well, we got to hand the rock rock off, right? I got coaches in my ear. I got fucking Malik telling me this. I got all of So I call a play, and we call timeout. And Raheem comes sideline, and Raheem was the way he is, just like he is right now. He like, he like, man, there's eleven motherfuckers at the line of scrimmage. You, you we got to go the other way or something. I go, son. Just fucking run it and you're going to go through everybody. And what happened? That motherfucker took it 99 yards to the house and the rest of the store is history. Raheem, this is something you don't know. At practice the next week, Alabama was there and was like, one of the... <sighs> All right, Sarah. Hey. I got Barstool advocating for me to go to Nebraska now. um i got me some slap dick whiskey
2: yeah you you need to get the bottle it's been a long day
1: (laughs) man you don't even know and i still got tonight's show um jay henry no stop we don't just make up call in time call me um Shannon Sharp will be on Manningcast tonight. Um Make sure you watch the the RPO show tonight, me and Mac McChesney. Halftime of the football game will be live right here, breaking down all things college, NFL weekend, and tonight's first half. Um So make sure you join us for that. Um Quote of the day. I'm going to get you started. We haven't even started it. I know it's Monday, but it's also a new day, a new week, and a new opportunity for something great to happen. Don't think Mondays are all that bad. And if you're sitting there bitching and moaning about being somewhere on a Monday, working, earning a check, you should shut the fuck up. There's a lot of people that can't even have that. Um, What up, Sarah? So we haven't even talked. What happened over the weekend? I saw you uh, had a massage issue
2: oh my goodness okay so So,
1: yeah please tell the story
2: holy moly lucy are you in here for this
1: jada are you guys in here for this wait till you hear this womanly shit
2: this is insane and i feel like the craziest shit always happens to me but i went for a massage i go every month with my husband we do a couple's massage so he's in there he has a masseuse And we usually go to the same people. Well, this time it was different. My girl wasn't there, so I had to have a new guy. And, well, what ended up happening was in the room, you know, Matt's masseuse faces the other way. So this is the point where she's facing the wall and he's working on the other side of me. So, you know, they go tandem like this or whatever. Anyway, so... He starts rubbing my leg and he goes, do you mind if I rub your glutes? And I didn't really pick up on anything like sketchy. I'm like, do I mind? You know, I didn't even think about that. I'm like, well, my other lady rubs my hips. So what? why would this be weird? So then he goes down to my feet and I feel one hand leave my body and then the other hand... His just his fingers are on my feet and they're kind of moving back and forth, kind of like this, but barely anything. And this goes on for about like five minutes almost. And I didn't think any, you know, I'm laying down and I'm like, what is this guy doing? Maybe he's got a hand cramp and maybe he's maybe he's texting something. I'm like something. I wouldn't automatically jump to this until he started wiping off the table. So then he wipes off the table really vigorously and then goes to wash his hands, comes back and then starts massaging again with both hands. So, so in my head, I'm like this motherfucker just jacked off.
1: But do you know definitively that he did?
2: While well, there were towels at the bottom of my table and he never wiped me off. There weren't towels on the other side and he definitely brushed my feet with his pants.
1: What do you mean? Brush his
2: like brushed on my feet with his crotch. It was definitely weird. It's definitely alarming. And the whole cleaning of the table, the way he did it and the, it, it just felt creepy. And, and I'm not just saying it's me. This guy, the way he pulled this off, this has to be a serial thing. Like, he's had to have done this before.
1: So, hold on. You didn't see it, though.
2: I did not see it. I did not want to look up and see it. In my head, I was thinking, if I look up right now and that's what he's doing, I'm going to freak the hell out. So, I just could feel the movements. I could hear, like, grunting. And it was really, really weird. You heard grunting? Yes, like grunting. What? I swear, I am not making this up. It was the weirdest experience of my life. So weird that I don't even know how to go about what just happened.
1: I'd sue the motherfuckers.
2: But now it goes back to a proving thing. His word against mine. And I, I honestly, my thought is if that happened, yes, I, I, Maybe I should say something, but I almost feel like, all right, let's go. I'll go again, and I'm going to catch your motherfucking ass doing that shit, and I'm going to get you.
1: Jay Henry, were you the motherfucker massaging her? (laughs) And this was not Robert Kraft's massage place in Florida. No, it was
2: not. Uh, This was a reputable place, a nice place. Uh, And that's what happened. I'm like, it just gives me the creeps. It's so weird. And you know that this isn't the first time. If that's what he was doing, he knew how to do it and go about it.
1: Yeah, I'd have to kill that motherfucker. That's nasty.
2: Nasty for sure.
1: Yeah, that's kind of... So yeah,
2: that was my weekend.
1: (laughs) Now, hold on though. Your husband was also getting a massage.
2: Yes, he was in there.
1: I got to hear this one. So you're telling me that... This is a full-on naked masseuse? No. Oh, he I, thought, would, I thought he told me that you guys are naked.
2: Matt and I are naked, yeah. But we're, but you have the towel over you.
1: No, that's what I'm saying. So you and Matt are naked. Right. Wow. What, what kind of massage place is this? I need to you go there. naked place.
2: for a massage?
1: I've never had one. I've never been.
2: That's what you need right now. It'll help you relax. I'm a firm believer in treat yourself, and when you're nice to yourself, when you get those things, it's really relieving.
1: Uh, well, I mean, I'll have a broad come over and rub me, but that, there's going to be more to that. There's not going to just be rub me and look. <laughs> um, but, um,
2: yes, my husband was in the same room. We're both face down. His masseuse is looking at the wall.
1: So he, wait, 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 wait. Oh. So you're both in the same room, and this motherfucker. So this this dude did it, and there's another masseuse in the same room.
2: Yes, but at that point she was staring at the wall because she's they're working tandem. So he's on one side working on the side of me, and the, you know what I mean. The tables are right next to each other, but a little bit apart, and so they go tandem. You know what I mean? Like you sure they go Matt in a circle. Sure, Matt just wasn't fucking with you. What?
1: You sure Matt just wasn't fucking with you?
2: no, he had no idea. When we got done, I looked at him and he looked at me and he kind of like squinted and he's like, what's wrong? And I was like, I think this guy just jacked off. And he was like, shut up. No way. And I'm like, no, for real. Look, there's towels down at the end of the bed. And he goes, what? I'm like, you don't have towels down at your the bottom of your bed. And he didn't wipe anything off on me as far as, you know, A reason to have towels down there And your lady didn't wipe stuff off Of you So What else could have You know what else could it be that he had to clean Off the table but he wasn't Massaging me
1: I don't know man that's crazy That is a interesting Take right there
2: It's gross
1: Ah, man Uh, Give it up for my man Hector (laughs) Hector had the stat lab that, uh, stat lab came on right after my show this morning and he broke down all things betting plus Monday night's game. So shout out to him, um, for breaking that down this morning. Um, appreciate him coming on. Um, I don't know, Sarah, I, I, I'm, I'm sitting here making my picks right now and I just got to get my picks in. There's a million dollars out there to win. Um, it's a nice game. So. Uh, I I apologize uh, to the 150 plus people in here. Make sure you hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. (laughs) I'm getting blown up. Absolutely blown up. Like you have no idea right now because of all this Nebraska bullshit that Sarah has started bar (laughs) stool and everybody else is fucking blowing me up out here. So I'm being requested to come on a million people's shows right now. So, um, so you're the only
2: person for the job coach.
1: So, I will be on ESPN Radio tomorrow at 9.30 a.m. Pacific on series. So, if anyone wants to go. I will also be on Barstool tomorrow evening. Um, I will check that out. I'll get you the time on that. And then I'm also going to be on Barstool Sports Betting um, Mafia and Crime Historian Hoop Junkie. Apparently, um, Big Man on Campus, Barstool, Big Man on Campus. I'm going to be on that show live on YouTube Thursday night after Thirsty Thursday. So, um, a lot of Huge things Huge week on.
2: for you. A lot
1: of things going on. A lot of things going on. Um, I love getting a DM. Trying to give me a follow? No, I'm not. Sorry. <laughs> um, that's the crazy part. We are so thirsty for fucking follows, Sarah and you got guys jacking off on you. Like, what's really
2: it's going weird. on? I wish I had I the balls know. to do like, that. Um, I
1: don't wish I had the balls to do that. I just think it's so fucking weird. Like, that's a weird, desperate motherfucker. And then you got a girl in the room rubbing your man.
2: Well, I mean...
1: Oh, she, he had a guy, too?
2: No, he has a girl. its It's been the same one that we see all the time. Like, I just didn't have my same lady who i love but yeah now i'm not going back
1: let me ask you this um our video editing guy saying his shit's getting fucked up because he's you know he takes over twitter and the notifications we're getting are kicking him out it's so many so
2: wow yeah
1: it's fucking crazy right now um man man oh man oh man oh man yeah i know i, I was
2: it. the celebrity guest picker for uh fox sports for knoxville this past weekend you were and yes and then i am going to do their pre-tailgate for the florida game in knoxville also christian that i will cannot follow you
1: and make sure you follow sarah this weekend <laughs> because she's going to knoxville and then There's also another big thing in the works at Knoxville that I'm trying to see if I can figure out, but I got to find a home for my two beautiful dogs first. So that's the issue I have right now. Um, No, I would not let a man massage me. Not in a million years. Never, ever, (laughs) ever. Um, I might block you just for asking that question, Bruce Helms, because you do ask a lot of (laughs) dumb questions also. Um, So that might be in the kicker, but I don't know. We have so much to discuss, uh, Sarah. I don't even know where to begin. There is so much shit that happened over the weekend. Um,
2: so much. Did you see all the fights at, you, with the did NFL you see games?
1: Bruce Helms? Have you seen Bruce Helms from the chat? <laughs> um.
2: <laughs> okay, I read that chat wrong. I thought it said... <laughs>
1: uh,
2: <laughs> I it said, would you let me... First and ten!
1: <laughs> That's where we're at of this show. First and ten, Sarah. Um... My IG was deleted. Christian's throwing shade because he's my actual manager and he allowed IG to get deleted. So that tells you that he should be fired. I don't know. Um, That's just something thrown out there. Make sure you fucking make sure you're on tonight. RPO Show. Real passionate and offensive. We are on tonight. Me and Matt McChesney. Maybe Sarah will jump on drunk. Maybe (laughs) Zach will jump on drunk. I don't know. We're going to get it cracking. See what's going on. Um. Man, Nebraska's not going to fuck with me, okay? Imagine that. I'll take the job for 500 k and give me a year-to-year deal and let me prove my worth. But I ain't doing that shit for nothing else. But I appreciate Will Compton shot me out right there. I do. He's funny. Um, Sarah, can you explain
2: this? <laughs> Look at this guy. Look at this dad. This is the funniest shit ever. It says Florida has a bit of a problem. He's... Does that look like it? Looks like Snapchat, but he's zoomed in on some girl's ass, some college girl. Like, what the fuck's
1: going on with that?
2: He's trying to get a good picture of her ass. Wow. Somebody come get your dad, okay?
1: (laughs) Man, we are just fucking perverts everywhere. God damn. Um, Yeah, don't post cute dogs on Instagram, Uh, (laughs) you'll get banned apparently so I, I don't know it's pretty crazy um sarah i don't know crazy weekend i know you different thinker than me as far as this portal thing and all this other shit um <sighs> should app here's state, what i think i be mean a&m should app state be a and and m is in your league that you think is so good so
2: let me tell you something that should not happen one but i I, it was a matter of time i the first game they played with sam houston there was a weather delay i think that would have turned out a lot different than it had if they didn't have the weather delay i think they would have got whooped on um did
1: you go to the same houston did you go to the dolphins game no. Oh, I thought you did this. <laughs> okay. No, no, so. no, no. <laughs> like, those are fucking burnt to the ground.
2: Yes, yeah, somebody left their grill on.
1: But, like, where did you have it at? On the fucking hood? Like, what? I don't understand.
2: I don't know. That is insane to me. And now that's going to change Everything for everybody else because someone, you know, moron left his damn charcoal grill going to go in the game. Now we all can't tailgate or bring grills because this idiot has ruined it. That's what happens. Idiots ruin fun things for fun people.
1: Yes, I agree. Um, I agree fully. A um, lot of games, Marshall Beach, Notre Dame. I'm just, I'm just. I'm dumbfounded. I'm dumbfounded. Uh, all the people, all the hype, everybody was hyped up about Freeman and Notre Dame and all this shit. Um,
2: but what other choice do you have? What other choice do you have when when your coach leaves? But they're who I
1: thought they were. I've been saying it like Notre Dame is who I thought they were. Nebraska, who I thought they were. Florida state is who I thought they were. Uh, Miami, Florida, Texas, SC—they are who I thought they were. I—I I don't. I'm not a big jump on the bandwagon guy after one week or after a new hire. I just know there's way more to this thing, and uh, I don't know. I mean, your question was, who else do they get? You said
2: no. I'm saying, what else does a fan base do? They have. To- a lot of them get excited when, you know, a coach leaves and they think that this guy's their savior and they want to get behind him. So they're excited. They get, they buy into the hype. That's just typical. Now, here we are, you're zero and three.
1: Well, he's what do you and do? two, but he's zero and three as a head coach because he took the job for that bowl game. See, that's why last year, Sarah, I tweeted out, never take another man's team to allow it to be on your record. So let me break this down. I want to break it down with Zach. I forgot to ask him, but I would never take a job at the end of a season that is gonna legitimately go on my record. Whether and it goes both ways, Sarah. I don't want to take the win with your players. And I don't definitely don't want to take the loss with your players. So don't take the job. So he would only be 0-2, oh but he's instead 0-3. Oh <laughs> Um, I
2: mean,
1: but I would never take the job because I don't want to take that win because now you're like, oh fuck, you took the job because they were loaded anyway, and they, did, you know, woo woo, and 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 then now and now you got the you got the issue with, um, you got the issue with, now you lost with this roster, and now you have to rebuild it. So there's so much to it and so much shit to it, and I just I'm just like, dude, I'm very very. uh very picky with that. Like I said, I, I'm, a, I'm a big believer in don't be, don't, don't just take a job to take a job either. That's just you know what it is. I right. Mean, uh, Brett Crawford said, Sarah, how are you feeling about the Vols? How was it a gritty win? Uh, you must have just got in. Brett, hit the like button while you're in here. If you're not a member, uh, she already broke it down, but she can speak for herself. She yeah. already she watched so, more much more than me.
2: I mean. We made a lot of mistakes. We were knocked off our rhythm. I don't think there's any excuse for the way that things were played. Now, I do believe that we still pulled out a win with a ranked team, um, a team that won the ACC last year. So I'm proud of how we did. I think we can do better. I don't think that's our best performance. There was a lot of mistakes that should have not happened. Um but I don't like the comment of, oh, you guys beat us with our third string. Yeah, we also sacked the shit out of your quarterback and roughed him around the first the first string quarterback, the second string, to to where you had to play with your third string quarterback. Yeah, but that doesn't mean – this is what I don't like, the argument of you have Bama, you have Texas. Who, who did better? Who won better? Oh, this team – so many people throw shade at Tennessee because they're like, oh, they're not back or whatever, and nobody's saying they're back. It's exciting to see their rebuild and to see what they're going to pull off this year because it's year two of the hypo era. Now, it's not year two of the Nick Saban era, and Alabama did not play like Alabama.
1: No doubt about it. Uh, Brett Crawford, I appreciate you on YouTube. Uh, Bought the book, subscribing to the show. I appreciate it. Uh, I went on TikTok Live, so I'm on TikTok Live right now. Appreciate everybody. I'm sure I'm going to have an absolute showing on this thing since my fucking followers went up like 30,000 Tell
2: tell everybody I say hey because I'm banned from TikTok Uh, right now. Sarah
1: is banned on TikTok, (laughs) so she says hey through me. Uh, My Instagram got deleted today, by the way, for no reason, for showing my dogs on a picture. So apparently that was deleted. So if anyone likes my post and what I do on Instagram – Please hit them up and say the real coach JB profile needs to be reinstated. Fuckers. Um Yeah, Marshall beats Notre Dame, App State beats AM, and then Georgia Southern basically gets Scott Frost fired. Um but there was other games that people don't want to talk about, Sarah. Clemson K State. Clemson struggled versus Furman thirty five to twelve. That's not a
2: um, that's another that's one. yeah. a
1: great win. I'm just going to throw that out there. Um, what game were you talking about?
2: Uh, Mizzou and K-State.
1: Mizzou and K-State. Missouri got absolutely dominated by a K-State team who's on a rebuild uh, year with their head coach, building a culture similar to what KU's doing with Lance Leopold. And mm-hmm. uh, KU, who, who by the way, I picked them to beat West Virginia. Everyone knows yes, it. Yes, you did. I was also very, very good over the weekend on my NFL picks. The game I lost was last night, Dallas and Tampa. Me and Sarah both picked
2: Dallas. I know. To cover,
1: and they absolutely dropped an egg. So, Clay Helton at Georgia Southern goes in and puts up 672 yards of total offense on, the, on Nebraska. In Lincoln Memorial... In front of 80,000. So very, very interesting to say the least. Um, I wanted to break down this, Sarah, and I don't know a lot of people that know this. i talked about it in the morning show this morning, um, the wake-up show. Appalachian State has one four-star recruit. a and has 56 combined four- and five-star recruits on their roster. Jimbo Fisher makes $10 million a year, plus incentives that aren't even on the books. And the head coach um, at Appalachian State makes $425K. The head coach at Marshall makes, I think, $700K. The head coach at Notre Dame makes $3.5 million. The roster pool of money at Notre Dame is probably $5 to $6 million. And A&M is probably higher than that. Their special teams coordinator makes a $1 million a year, more than the head coach at Appalachian State and Marshall. So, but those
2: are jobs that should be. That just—that's what you should get paid there.
1: Well, that what well, should you though? Because how do you justify? Yeah. How do you just? Then, in my opinion, this is the deal. If I was the commissioner of whatever school, or I'm the president of any school, if we—this is the deal. Think about this right here. I want to break this down to you, Sean Waffle. <laughs> I'm paying you ten million dollars over ten years. I'm paying you a hundred million dollars over ten years, ten million a year. I gave you $40 million in booster money for recruits. I gave your staff the highest paying staff in the SEC. And I'm paying $1.2 million to App State to come to our place. If you lose this game, you should be fired.
2: You should be on the hot seat for sure. No, I I would just fire you
1: and put it in the contract. And I'm paying a school to come here. I'm paying you. I'm paying your ki- for your kids, and if you lose, you're fired. And that should be in the contract. The same with the Notre Dame coach, the same with Scott Frost, the same with all these different schools. If you lose to these schools after what we pay you, and after what we pay that school to come here, because this should be an easy win for our program. We're a Power 5 SEC p- supposedly powerhouse. We beat Alabama last year. If you lose to App State, you should be fired. And give back X amount of money. That is what needs to be put in these contracts. But see, these administrators don't do it. They're so enamored with getting this big-time, so-on-so commercialized coach, they won't do what's right for those kids on that campus. And it's a meat market, and... It's unfortunate, and that's where we're at. But I would put a cutthroat contract in there. Why aren't we doing it? I don't get it.
2: Well, if you look at um, his Bob Huggins, his uh contract with West Virginia, if he beats Bill Self, he gets $10,000, like a bonus. So there should be some differences in contracts with football. Now, I do believe that if you take a job at Texas A&M, you should be getting paid that much money, but you should, the expectation is different there. Now that all depends on your AD too, because it's kind of a buddy system. Sometimes we've seen that with Tennessee where you have to have a coach that meets the expectation of what you're going to pay him. And I don't think initially Jimbo was that coach. I mean, but from the pool of coaches, they should have done a better uh, coaching search there because I just don't think he was the right guy. You know what I mean? Um, Now, if App State comes in there and beats you, yeah, there should be some sort of repercussion for that because that's embarrassing.
1: But, I mean, I don't care if you're at year one or not. Marcus Freeman at Notre Dame loses to Marshall. Um, Again, I'm going back. I wish I'd have brought it up with Zach earlier. I'm going back to the watered-down Division I level. College football is watered-down at all-time high. This is why I say that. Notre Dame played Ohio State as good as you could have played them for three quarters. They're in the ballgame. It, 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 Notre Dame's winning at halftime. You just lost to Marshall. Now, there's two things I take away from it, being a coach for this long and being a player for as long as I was, right? Coach, they had a letdown game. Okay. You know whose job that is for those not to be allowed? Coach. That's the coach's job to play Jedi fucking mind tricks on those players so we don't have a letdown game. And if you're going to claim Ohio State, this is an old adage by coaches. Don't let Ohio State beat us twice. Because they beat you last week. And now you're hungover from losing a good, close game, and now you lose to Marshall. So Ohio State, in essence, beats you twice. That is the biggest pet peeve of a coach. Don't let a team beat you twice. So, and then the other one, Sarah, is beat the hell out of bye week. People, coaches don't take that serious. Like, if you have a bye, people take it as a bye, like a week off. no. I'm evaluating coaches. I'm evaluating players. We're working out. We're gonna we're gonna watch more film. We're gonna get healthy. We're gonna do things that are gonna better the team. We may not practice five days, but we're not gonna take five days off either. And you have to beat bye week. You have to win bye week, in my opinion, um, in order to be successful. And I bet you Notre Dame. There's some teams that's already had buys. There's some teams that are already having uh. So called uh, hitting this sup- wall, so to speak, that you're getting these rumors that Freeman's lost the locker room in Notre Dame. Jimbo's lost the locker room at AM. This guy lost the locker room here. This guy lost the locker room there. No, you're losing to better coach teams at lower levels because, Sarah, the better coach is at the smaller school making less money. I agree. The better player is at the big school with more money. And I agree. That is why I say, okay, Nebraska, you want to really fucking talk? I'll take the job for 500k and I'll earn my right to get a second year deal and I'll earn my right to get the bag supposedly. So Right. That's not happening though. And I don't understand, Sarah, I'm asking you as a very smart woman. Why if you had a PhD, why is this so difficult to understand? Um Huh. That let's hire somebody for less money and see if he's worth it before we go spend 20 million on a guy and fire him two years later. I, is that
2: because that's not, it's not what it's about? That's not what it's about sometimes. You have to clean house, it's the buddy system. It's about who's I gonna know, get but, the but friend what, a but job.
1: I get it, but what I'm saying is you already hired this guy. So, why are what I'm saying is don't hire the guy for that money, hire the guy that's less money. Let's see what he's worth, prove his worth. And I
2: bet you'd have a hell of a lot better landscape. Agreed, absolutely. I mean, I, but have you ever heard of a hundred Have agree. you ever
1: heard of a, a guy that's holding a PhD degree to uh, be that dumb? Yes. Exactly right. And that's why on Netflix, you hear me say, this is the most overrated piece of fucking paper you've ever seen, this degree hanging on this wall over here. This is the most overrated, ever wasted piece of paper and ink ever printed on. And people understand, they're like, what? It's about hands-on base experience. And we're hiring motherfuckers because they're commercially sexy. And it's happening everywhere. I'm sure it happens in the model world. I'm sure it happens in the fucking business world. I know it happens in the coaching world. Absolutely. So... I don't know. Um, transferring over to the NFL, we've had so many. I've I broke down so many films over the weekend, and I'm being blown up to this day about all this shit. You know, the first two that pop out is, is Justin Fields, Trey Lance. They go at it. It's in the rain. I'm sorry that the rain is in uh, that happens, uh, by the way, NFL football. That was like
2: the worst game you, you for do, both you, of those two. You do two. know
1: footballs played outdoors, right? I, I, I don't know if you understand that. It's played outdoors.
2: <laughs> this is so crazy. There's so many excuses. And, I mean, I what I wanted to ask you was, what do you think of Tom Brady's performance? I know everybody, we were kind of skeptical, but I didn't know exactly what the Bucs were going to do this season. And I think that maybe he just played lights out compared to, you know, he doesn't have anything. Giselle tweeted him and said, Oh, good luck, Tom Brady. Love you. So is PR, was that all just PR. like hoopla to get attention to Tom PR or, or, or they
1: squashed it and he came out in bald. I don't know. Um, let me ask you this though. I mean, having said that this is the dude that has the most moxie and the most it factor ever. And, and I didn't expect anything different than what he did last night. He stood in the pocket. He, throw, he threw the ball on time. He made great big-time ball throws. Um, Julio Jones made a hell of a catch, but Tom Brady put the ball exactly where right. it had to be, the only place it could have been. And that yes. is where I say big-time players make big plays in big games. And those two made that play. The corner's hand was right here. The ball was right here. And that is where the only place it could have been. And if you watch Justin Fields, Trey Lance, Kyler Murray, uh, all these other guys that I talk about, Baker Mayfield, Carson Wentz, uh, that's a pick, or it's a, it's a late slow late ball, or it's out of bounds, or that's what people don't get. Even Aaron Rodgers had, struggled yesterday with a horrible whiteout crew, and I figured that would happen, and I don't know what's going to happen there. Uh, Kirk Cousins was pretty. Oh, he much, was mad. Yeah, per, Kirk Cousins was pretty much dead on balls accurate. Um, with his guys, but he also has a great wideout crew. Um, I I know Aaron Rodgers wishes he had that guy, those guys. Um, but again, Aaron Rodgers throws a strike for a touchdown, and the guy drops the ball. So you know, who knows? But the bottom line is, Kyler Murray looked absolutely horrible, and we're paying, and they're paying him big money. Um, we had. Lamar Jackson throw three big touchdowns, but other than that, he did nothing. And people are going to anoint him as the greatest thing today. Like I said yesterday, before the, play, the game even started, I said, watch. Lamar will have a good game because they're playing the fucking Jets. Please understand. Let's see him play 10 games. Let's see 10 weeks happen. And then let's anoint these guys as the best player. But stop anointing all these guys as so good after week one. Okay? This is not the fucking best thing i told you guys daniel jones is going to be better he threw a pick in the end zone they could have really won by two scores he rectified it came back throws a touchdown to win the game and i did not say daniel jones is the best quarterback in the nfl i did not say he's better than x y and z i said daniel jones is going to have a good year this year it'll be his best and you see how dable's dable is They love him. I told you guys that. I know, Brian, I'm telling you, I know the deal. I've been calling this shit out. And I said, Sarah, in the morning, I'm going to have a segment we're going to have to add into this show. What do I know? And I'm going to have to add that in because I say it all the time. What do I know? Fuck. I don't know shit, but I ain't missed on a quarterback yet. I haven't missed on any prediction yet. As far as this quarterback thing. And, uh, Matt Ryan, I, I figured you know he he showed some promise. I told you he's gonna have a good year. I still think he's gonna have a great year. Um, I told you guys in my when I broke down the top twenty quarterbacks, I told you guys um, that Davis Mills is a legit guy, and I told you guys Kirk Cousins is a good is gonna have a great year. Me and Zach Smith said it on the show. I told you guys that. Kyler Murray's going to struggle. I told you guys, Baker Mayfield's shitty. I told you guys these things, and I told you Derek Carr is an absolute bust. Oh, Coach Carr is legit. Yeah, he's legit. Three picks and a fumble, legit. And guess what? They lost by five points. Let that sink into your fucking skulls, everybody, that loves Derek Carr. Because if you don't throw three picks and a fumble, you win the game easily. You only lost by a score. Mahomes, Sarah, comes out on fire. He has five touchdowns. Everyone's anointing him as the greatest thing since sliced bread. As I said, they would because he's played against the second-worst defense in the NFL, the Cardinals. Um, Let's see him do it every week. Let's see him win Super Bowl after Super Bowl before you can sit here and tell me he's one of the greatest of all time. I still think he's gimmicky. I also think Josh Allen's gimmicky. He's just Mm. a freak of nature. He's a freak of nature. And he's this close to being hurt for the season, Sarah. Just watch what I'm telling you. I hate to say it. I don't want to put it on him. But I've witnessed him almost snapping his leg twice in the first game against the Rams. He's got to be smarter about his fucking future as well. Not only for his own money, but for his teammates and his brothers. He has to understand this is a bigger picture than just me running around stiff-arming dudes in the NFL. It ain't going to last for long. And that's what the NFL stands for.
2: Right. But I mean, he's talented. He's actually showing stride in that true quarterback that we've all known and love as far as somebody that's great. There's a difference between defining great and being great and and being somebody that people remember with your name. I I mean, I don't think we've had a quarterback, uh, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. I, I think Josh Allen is in that category.
1: He, he, he might be in the... Well, he's not in that category yet. I'm not going to ever say not that. Not in that category but, as yeah, of I things you. he's done. No, I but I'm you.
2: saying his name mentioned as far as where he's at yeah. now. I think he's going to be great.
1: I, I get what you're saying on that. What I don't agree with is, though, I'm telling you, what happens... This is what happens because this is the world we live in. Everybody on TikTok, come on over to YouTube. Make sure you join the show. Come on over to my YouTube, in my link, in my bio. I, let me just tell you this, though. It's also, Sarah, very, very finite. If he gets hurt and he fucking breaks his leg or some Joe Theismann shit catastrophic injury, everyone in the chat, everyone on TikTok, every Josh Allen fan will forget him like this. He will be forgotten this fast. Nobody cares. And that's my point. If nobody cares about you, why give them an opportunity to forget you? Because you're only allowing them to forget you if you fuck up. You do something dumb. You say something wrong. You get canceled. You get hurt because you're the fucking face of the franchise. Don't allow it to happen. Be smarter. That's why Tom Brady takes the flat route every single time.
2: But he has got he's Tom Brady. He's built his name. He's yeah, built his Yeah, but brand. every
1: single time he takes the flat route. Guess what the other cats do? Mahomes, Allen, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson. They're going to wait on the flat and try to stick the curl and it's going to get picked off.
2: And, but that's the difference. That's why but, they're mediocre. But that's what
1: I'm saying. Boring My point is, boring sometimes in the NFL is not a bad thing. Boring in the NFL actually helps out. You, helps your longevity in your, in your for your career. It helps your team. It helps yourself and your bag. Uh, Joe Burrow, t- Sarah. Joe Burrow struggled. Joe Burrow actually, absolutely struggled. He had a worse game than Derek Carr. He threw five picks. He also threw 300 yards and two touchdowns. So Joe Burrow has that it factor. I already know he does. Uh, my question, it's though. the
2: same thing with Tim Tebow. You can be the greatest quarterback in college, and it cannot translate to the NFL.
1: Well, Joe Burrow's already translated.
2: I understand that, but it's still where it's at right now.
1: No, I said on this show. A month ago was Zach and yourself, I said, watch Joe Burrow struggle this year and the Bengals. They are not going back. They're not going to win the fucking North. They're not going to be this team that everyone thinks they're going to be. Some quarterbacks, some people take a back step after their second year. So please understand that. That is the difference. People have a sophomore slump in this league. People figure you out.
2: People right, like Mahomes. Huh? Like
1: Mahomes, like Mahomes, like certain people, they're gonna figure you out. And Mahomes is still great because he still had a great, phenomenal statistical year last year. But he didn't get through it because of obviously he fell into some things that that that, that uh, Cincinnati did to scheme him later in that game, where he threw some interceptions, he threw some Ill, ill-valued throws. My point is, when you become the goat and you win seven Super Bowls like Brady and all these different things, um, you figure shit out. You figure out how to get through the process and through the struggles. And Joe Burrow's going to have to get through that before you're going to say he's the next Tom Brady. And that's what a lot of these guys aren't doing. You're not even seeing them get to that chance, Sarah. You're not going to see Kyler Murray ever even get to that conversation because he's going to end up being benched and before he ever gets to that conversation, but yet we're anointing them and we're paying them huge money. We're, we're 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 fucking paying them huge money, um, and they're not even the proven guy yet. What's Kyler Murray done? What's Lamar Jackson done? Oh, coach, you won an MVP. MVPs are popularity votes in the NFL. I mean, what does it mean on the fuck? What does it mean for your franchise? What does it mean for your fucking legacy? You haven't won a playoff game. You haven't won anything meaningful. Players win games. Coaches lose them. And that is the bottom line. And so figure it out um, and you'll see. But I got a more important question for you, Sarah. Sarah. Lucy in the chat. <laughs> Everybody in the chat, appreciate you come over. Everybody on TikTok, come on over to my YouTube. Join the show. Hit the like button. Subscribe. Become a member. Show's blowing up. We'll be back on tonight. Actually, for the halftime show, me and Matt Mcchesney will break down all football this weekend, plus the halftime of the Denver Seattle game. So make sure you're right back here on my channel tonight. It tonight at a uh, halftime of the game. Um, let me ask you this. Uh, Sarah, does the Dallas Cowboys trade Hmm. for your favorite good-looking Italian stallion you and fucking Lucy love so much, Jimmy G? Do they trade for Jimmy G? Does Jimmy G help the Cowboys now that Dak Prescott got hurt?
2: I don't think anything can help the Cowboys, to be honest with you.
1: I'm I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. I appreciate everybody coming on over TikTok. Come on over. Flood the gates. Come on over, man. I'm here to break it down. We'll be here tonight. Make sure you guys all come in here tonight, halftime of the show. We're going to be breaking down some football live. Me and Matt McChesney, former NFL player. Uh, Hit the like button. Subscribe. Become a member. Um, Sarah said nobody can help the Cowboys. I agree. I think the Cowboys are fucking a franchise that can't get out the owner's way. I think the owner mm-hmm. controls the narrative, and until he understands that he can fucking destroy a program and an organization, uh, his son and everyone else following him needs to let him know. And they won't let him know, Sarah, because they're scared of a motherfucker because he's a billionaire and he can fire him at any moment. So <sighs> what do you do in that situation? Do you tell him, hey, this is what I do if I'm the son. You can't fire me. I'm your son.
2: He can fire your ass.
1: No, fire me <laughs> Remember my Remember we just... Monetary speaking, he can fire me. He can't fire me blood wise. I'm your son. So Mm. I can always fuck with you as your son and tell you that you're a bitch made cat or tell you that you're fucked up. His son has no spine because if I'm his son, I'm going to go in there and say, listen, pops, let's keep it real. You're running this fucking place into the ground. Not only have we depleted our roster offensively by losing Amari Cooper, by having fucking our O-line be dismantled, by our offensive coordinator running Zeke, who looks a lot better, by the way. He looks like he did at Ohio State. He's in shape. He lost some weight. He don't look like a fucking Chewbacca no more. He looked good, but they only gave him 10 carries, 10 touches. So having said that, why couldn't the son go in there and say, "You know what, motherfucker? Get the fuck out of the way. Let me take over and let's get this thing popping." Because well, you your guys dad was are narcissistic
2: shitty. and crazy. We're and shitty can't say right something. now.
1: We're shitty and we've been a shitty. And that's why I don't. I'm not mad at Stephen A. Smith when he bashes the Cowboys because the Cowboys are who we thought they were. They're a bunch of overrated fucks, and the team can't get out of their own way. They can't get out of their fucking own way. And so, I don't know. That's just me. I think they're 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 a shit storm waiting to happen. I don't think they can they I don't think they understand that um, that this NFL thing is a fucking result-oriented business, just like it is at Nebraska firing Scott Frost, just like it is at Notre Dame being 0-3 as the head coach, just like it is at AM when Jimbo Fisher makes $10 million and you lose to Appalachian State. Just like it is. At all these places with these high expectations. You don't think Nick Saban's taking heat for almost losing to a Texas team who's on a rebuild? You don't mm, think that's... Absolutely.
2: An... Oh, yeah, I think they're he's...
1: taking heat right now. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Think about it. You don't think Pittsburgh's taking heat for losing to Tennessee, even though they're the SEC and they're the ACC and...
2: I think it's different, though. Again, it's Nick Saban, so Nick Saban is going to give himself that heat. Yeah, hell first, yeah. You're, you're absolutely right. But there's a lot of coaches that don't.
1: Yeah. But this is the thing, Sarah. After a win or after a loss, I had the same smile—zero smile, no smile—right? Because I expected to win. And then if I lose, I'm pissed and I'm just about, okay, now it's a 24 hour rule. We have 24 hours to get over the win or over the loss. We're not going right. into Monday after a Saturday loss or after a Saturday win, still happy. Independence, we beat Coffeeville, Butler, Hutch, Garden City. First time in school history, you beat all those teams in the same year. You know what? You think I changed my demeanor or my smile? No, I didn't. And that's... You never see Nick Saban either. You ever see Nick Saban just overly fucking ah,
2: happy? No. Wait. I've got to definitely insert this then.
1: (laughs) That's what she said.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Because, I mean...
1: TikTok, come on over to YouTube, man. Come into YouTube. Pound it up. Hit the like button. Subscribe. Head on over to CoachJBstore.com, get you some whiskey. Slapdick whiskey right here. Bam.
2: So, Coach JB, you would never do this. Oh, <laughs>
1: fuck no. So let me see, let me just keep that up. Shane Beamer is at <laughs> South Carolina. This was against Tennessee. They're losing 38 to 7, and he's accelerating his biceps and showing everybody that he's the guy. And then last last Saturday, this past weekend, he's down 21 to 9 before the half. And I understand uh, I understand that you know you're gonna try to keep your team in the, in the mood and in the game and all that but at the same time, let's have some fun. let's show the team that we're about business and we're not fucking happy and especially not down 31 points. So, oh my god! Like, come on now. We're down thirty-one fucking points, and we're hyped up. Like, that's where I have the problem. That's kind of my issue. Um, but you know, that's kind of that kind of goes to my commercial
4: during the halftime show. Chuck Downfield shares some wisdom from his playing days. You know, my old coach used to say to us kids,
1: "Take your fucking ass home, man. Ain't nobody sucking your dick. Shut the fuck up, man. Take your ass home."
2: Let's head back
3: for
4: some
1: more action. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I mean, dog, this is about like business. I'm not here to suck your dick. I'm not here to fucking. I like Sam Pittman at Arkansas. I think Sam Pittman's a hell of a. I guy. Did too. He's an old. He's an O line guy. He's a guy that's gritty. The players like him. My kid Raheem Boyd was there at Arkansas with them. I. I think that's a good deal. I like that. Um, TikTok, what up? I appreciate you guys. Come on over to YouTube, man. All you guys, come on over and check it out. Um, You know, the Cowboys situation, though, first of all, they had 10 penalties. They're on on pace for 170 penalties for a season. Let that sink in, Sarah. 170 penalties. And I got to say, this is the real deal. You're on pace for 170 penalties and you want to fucking bitch about every single thing in the world except for taking accountability that you are a shitty shitty disciplinarian and you are scared to discipline some NFL guys. Because if you weren't scared to discipline those guys... In the preseason, three weeks ago, you guys had 14 penalties, Cowboy fans. And your head coach did nothing about it. Shout out to all the TikTokers that came on over. Appreciate you guys. Shout out. Make sure you hit the like button. Subscribe. Become a member. $1.99. Best ninety nine you can buy. You can win, have a chance to win. Whiskey. Merch. My book. Hoodies. slapstick gear. Whatever you want. Short, fat, skinny, and tall. I got it all. Um, Sarah. You allow it or you coach it. That is the profession that we are in. You either allow it or you coach it. Um,
2: Well, uh, talking about penalties, Nick Saban, Alabama had the most penalties that they've ever had since, I think it was like 2007, I want to say, in this game against Texas. So... What is going on? My speculation, you know, I understand that Nick Saban said in SEC Media Days it's a rebuild year. It really is a rebuild year. But what is going on at Alabama? That is he? What happened to the culture? What's the expectation now? Your team commits. How they had fifteen? I think it was fifteen penalties. Uh, like within some- the first. Uh, I, let me make sure I'm saying this right. Within the first committing 15 yeah, fifteen penalties since Nick Saban took over the program in 2007.
1: No, uh, no, no no doubt. They had the most penalties ever. And he almost lost to his third former assistant coach. So, yes. Um, having said that, to answer some questions real quick, the chat's blowing up. Um, if you don't know how to become a member, go onto your laptop or desktop and you can do it. Also on your phone, if you flip your phone to desktop mode, and then go to YouTube, to my channel. You can join that way. So become a member of $1.99. Uh, uh, may There's maybe some breaking news in effect soon. So to answer your Pat McAfee question, just stay tuned. That's all I can tell you. I can't tell you much more than that. Just stay tuned. Um, hey, I appreciate everybody coming on over from TikTok. If you guys haven't been over to the YouTube channel on TikTok, Staggy twenty, it's your birthday. What up, dog? Shout out to you on TikTok. Come on over to YouTube now and give me a dollar ninety nine, motherfucker. Um, everybody, come on over. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. $1.99, man. Listen, um, there's a lot of things, Sarah, to break down. New England Patriots and Mac Jones struggled. I said they would. I also said that two was overrated and not accurate, and he wasn't. Clearly, was not accurate. Um, If you think Tyreek Hill balled like he did when he was with Mahomes, everyone's smoking straight crack rock. He's not. And the other part about it is, the other part about it is, dog, we don't understand. This New England team has no offensive coordinator. They have a motherfucker throwing shit at the wall and seeing if it sticks. So they definitely struggled, and it looked like they struggled. So let's make sure, no no mistake about it. They struggled because they played a good defense in Miami. And just think, they went all the way down to Miami on Tuesday, a week ahead of the game, basically. A week. And uh, Joseph Evans, I wish I could get to all your guys' questions in here. It's blowing up. The thing about it is, I talk about the transfer portal all the time. I talked about it on the wake up show every morning, 6 a.m. Pacific. I'm right here on my show. And I'll talk about it tonight, again, with Matt McChesney at halftime of the NFL game. We will be in here talking about that game as well. The transfer portal has evened out the talent, but it has watered it down. It's not even good football anymore. And I've talked about it on several different platforms. I'll be on ESPN tomorrow talking about it. Um, I'll also be on Barstool Sports this week talking about it. And uh, I, I truly believe that that is the issue. We are too watered down. It's watered down. And Appalachian State beating Texas A&M is not good football. People think it's equitable. No, it's not. It's not good football. And I'm just telling you straight out. So, no, Nebraska has not called me. I understand it's being thrown around the Internet. Uh, they have not called me, <laughs> and I don't expect a call from Nebraska, FYI. Now, if Will Compton can pull a string and a bunch of people at Barstool can pull a string, then we'll see what happens. I would love to hear from Nebraska. It would be fucking quite interesting. Um Coach, do you think you can win in Nebraska, Sarah? That's the that's the question I've been asked for all day long, and I know you had a question in a segue, Sarah, about that. What was your question about, and what were you going to debate um, in regards to whether I should coach or someone else?
2: Oh no, I I tweeted today. I said the only people I've seen mentioned for the uh, Nebraska job are Urban My- on Twitter, are Urban Meyer and Coach JB now. I was like, "Oh, it's interesting."
1: Uh, Urban Meyer or Coach JB to Nebraska? Well, I think they're going to take Urban Meyer. Now, listen Man. to this. I don't think Urban Meyer will ever go to Lincoln, Nebraska. A number B B is um, the issue. I have is at these at these places. I think Matt Campbell at Iowa State has burned it. I think he's 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 already over the hill meaning he should have left two years ago. He's overran the job. Um, Urban Meyer is on Fox Sports. I think he realized... Yes, you guys,
2: I'm joking about Urban Meyer. I know,
1: I know. I think Urban Meyer needs to figure out, okay, I'm going to stay out of this coaching thing for a minute after the debacle in the bar, right? Um, Well,
2: I mean, I think he wants it, though.
1: Well, I'm sure he wants it. I don't think he wants Nebraska. (laughs) Or you there's think some he wants cuties out in Nebraska. He, you think he wants to ass or Nebraska?
2: <laughs> there's yeah, some cuties out in Nebraska.
1: Is there cuties in Nebraska? Please let me know. Drop it in the comments. If there's any cuties in Nebraska, come on and let me know. Let me see you. <laughs> is it just a farm girl blondie that's sitting out there who weighs like three hundred pounds? She's probably a fucking oh. three technique. Probably a three technique. Um very they interesting. Should have an ass. I'm going to talk to Matt McChesney tonight Sarah and I'm going to talk to Zach Smith and I think we're going to start a reality show right here on YouTube where we all three just go around coaching up kids just straight motherfucking them see what happens. Sarah you can be the mom I want you to be the bad girl mom and you come around and, and, and yell at the kid and say no I'm not your fucking you don't lean on me motherfucker I'm going to cuss you out too and it just fucks the kid's psyche up and it makes these kids tougher skin and tougher minded I think that's what we gotta go around doing. We could do it live on YouTube and I think it'll blow up. It'll be the next big show. Yes. I'm just telling you. I mean Sarah, they don't want to let your players your kids play because of what you have done as a professional person. Like fuck them.
2: It has nothing to do with my kids. That's what's so sad about this world. It has nothing to do with them or their talent level because they could be, you know, that's what's really shitty is they're taking away an opportunity of somebody's kids who could be the next greats in the NFL if they were talented for football. You don't know. They're still young. But because the mom can't sit by me because she's insecure or thinks her husband's looking at me or who knows then my kids have to go.
1: Nah, yeah, I hear you. If Dallas Cowboys take Cam Newton, they're they're fucking dumber than a box of rocks. So I just had to interrupt I, Sarah to say that.
2: They are dumb as a box. I mean, hey, that whole Hood, they got a clean got, house.
1: Sorry, Sarah. This guy in the chat, Chris Hood. Chris Hood, you've been respectful and I get it. You've asked the same question 17 fucking times. And I've already said Sam Pittman is good for the job. How many times do you need to hear it, homie? How many times do you need to hear me say Sam Pittman's good for the job? They're fucking undefeated. Take that and relax, homie. How about you just listen to the fucking chat? Become a member. Michael Thompson. That's what I'm talking about. Shout out. Uh, Michael Pafford, he said that there is some corn-fed cuties. Man, I believe there are some corn-fed cuties out there. I don't know. Uh, I told you, Lance Leopold, good friend of mine. I texted him congratulations last night after the game, after they beat West Virginia. I told everybody on this chat. I've told Sarah, and me and Sarah have a hundred dollar bet that <laughs> KU is going to win seven football games this year. I think they will. I think uh, I think they're going to beat. Uh, I think they're going to play win seven games, and I think it's going to come down to the K State game. And I think Lance is going to beat K State, and Lance is going to be a Lawrence legend overnight. And uh, and now everybody in the chat, I appreciate you, Brandon, being a member. Shout out. Everybody in the chat, don't all tell me now your fucking school. Don't keep coming to me and asking me about fucking Arizona. Now, now, how is Arizona State? How is fucking <laughs> Ohio State? Motherfuckers, just calm down. God damn, I don't think McCarthy takes Michigan to the next level. I think McCarthy's the best fit for the job. I think, uh, I think that McCarthy will be the best guy for that job. I don't think Michigan's going to win yet. I don't think they're that good yet. But they do have an opportunity to be good. So we'll see how it goes. Um, I don't know. Um, I think I used to have how to become a member. Uh, Listen, Google it. Google it. I don't know how to become a member. I'll be honest with you. You got to have a computer. Um, Urban does not want Nebraska. Stop it. He does not want it. And Kenneth Dietrich said he wants to bet the KU won't win seven. Let's bet, homie. Put your money where your mouth is. Hey. I mean, it
2: would be amazing if KU wins.
1: Scared money and- don't make money. Hey, I'm going to tell you right now, Sarah, they're going to win the next few games. Like I, We broke down their schedule.
2: So now after you saw Texas play Alabama, do you think that KU can beat Texas? That's a tough win for me.
1: But remember this, though. Texas has to go through Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, and Baylor before they play KU.
2: And I think they very well will.
1: But what I'm saying is that's not what my point. My point is they're going to get banged up. KU don't Mm -hmm. play those guys until after Texas. Think about it. You can do it on your phone. You have to turn your phone on Safari into a desktop mode. And then you go to YouTube and then you join my channel. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. Steve Mack, appreciate you becoming a member. What's wrong with Scott Frost? Uh, He got fired. That's what's wrong with (laughs) him. Fuck. I don't know. I mean, what do you mean what's wrong with the motherfucker? Jalen Daniels is not a Heisman talent. Please stop the fucking blasphemy, as Stephen A. Smith would say. Owen Juan said, KU's better than Tennessee.
2: Oh, boy. Yeah, let's see it. Uh, let's see I, got it. A,
1: I got a shout out to that guy right there. You should become a member, dog, and become a member and be in here every day. Dexton Daniels, you talk a lot of shit, homie. You should become a member, too, before I block your motherfucking ass one day. Uh, Sarah, what if KU out has a better game than Tennessee? And the second question is, what if KU plays Tennessee in a bowl game? Who do you root for?
2: Really? You know that could happen, right? I, that would be amazing. It would be awesome. Who do you root I for? i right now.
1: I think there's some shit in the air. I think it's going to happen. Who do you root for? Tennessee. Really? Yes. Wow. You would be called a sellout where I'm from.
2: No, that's not. KU has never had a competitive... How are you Uh, from
1: Lawrence, Kansas, and you don't go get the fucking KU?
2: Why would I go with KU? You're
1: from Lawrence, Kansas. Just
2: because I'm from there? That doesn't mean that... Like I said, just because I'm from there means that I have to go with KU?
1: No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying you're going to take heat. You're from Lawrence, Kansas.
2: I'm ready to take heat. I'm from Kansas, and I'm not a Chiefs fan. I don't like the Chiefs because... Technically, the Chiefs aren't even in Kansas. They're in misery. So wow,
1: she said misery.
2: Yes. See, I would, misery.
1: Say, I would say Kansas is much more misery. Oh no
2: way! What? Missouri, Missouri? Missouri has fucking oh. the
1: Ozarks.
2: Kansas what? has fucking nothing. Have you watched the Ozarks? Yes. The show, those Ozark on Netflix.
1: But Kansas has nothing but flat land. Come on, Gabby said. Sarah will stab you in the back from Lawrence, but not KU.
2: That's not stabbing you in the back.
1: T- Tyler said, "Add a girl, Sarah." So you got mean, some haters. You got hate. Yes, Herm Edwards will be fired soon because he's in an under investigation. So he will be fired <laughs> soon, no doubt about it. Uh, I agree with uh, Midwestern Omaha. Missouri uh, Missouri's a much better state than Kansas. I agree. No. You have Kansas way. City. You have you have uh you know you have uh
2: Columbia, you have Columbia uh, is a shithole. I know they but, can't but, even they don't even have a football team. Missouri, they can't even recruit out there.
1: Missouri's in Columbia.
2: Correct, but they just lost to K State i uh, manhattan kansas is far better than columbia oh no it's a shit manhattan hole.
1: kansas sits on i-70 it's sitting in the middle of fuck nowhere it's 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 have
2: like, you ever been to fake Patty's day
1: yes and i don't want to did you see our girl did you see our girl kelly uh at k-state hell all yes did? what do you mean hell yeah you're not a k-state fan
2: i'm not but i'm a kelly fan
1: I'm a Kelly I'm a Kelly fan. I get it.
2: Right. So when K-State and KU play, I'm no longer a Kelly fan that day. But I can support her, and I like what she's doing.
1: So listen, you got a city like St. Louis in Missouri. You got a city like K- uh, Kansas City in Missouri. And even though it's half Kansas, half Missouri. And by the way, everyone from Missouri will say that we're fucked up because we're not saying Missouri. And... I know we have to say Missouri. And I know if you're from Louisville, you have to say Louisville. And I, I don't know. And it's like New Orleans, right? Yeah, New Orleans. I don't know how to do all that shit and say all that shit. I'm not going to do all that shit. Brian Martinez, stop taking Sarah's back, motherfucker. You have seven of my books, motherfucker. Another <laughs> members in the house. Appreciate you. Uh, shout out to all the new members, man. Much, much love to you. And then shout Kentucky. out to everyone... Hey, shout out to everyone that's not a member. This is what you guys get. You is slap dick Why much? you calling me slap Because my dick slapped me across your face. <laughs> You're a slap dick. Become a member. Um, Notre Dame is dog water, no lie. <laughs> um, well, we know that. I've been saying Notre Dame's shitty uh, for a long time. I've been saying all that. Nia Walla. Nia Walla, Bruce Wayne. Neil Wallace in Independence, Kansas. It's like a big deal. Hayes, Kansas also has Oktoberfest, just like a lot of cities in Kansas have Oktoberfest. It's a big deal. Um, Fort Hayes State University on TikTok. Shout out. What up? Um, (laughs) Somebody hit me up from Fort Hayes and said they were at a, a bar this past weekend in Hayes, and they said my name came up and everybody... Uh, love me there. I appreciate everybody in Hayes, Kansas. Shout out to the old good old Tigers. I hold every passing record in the school history, by the way. Um Sarah. Aaron Rodgers was very mad, mad last night. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is he going to be is he going to be on Pat McAfee show tomorrow? And I don't know. Uh he's on every Tuesday. It's Aaron Rodgers Tuesday on Pat McAfee Show. Um but I'm hearing rumors that he may not be on tomorrow. Maybe he's looking to go out and get some extra time with those wideouts. outs. I don't know what's happening. Um Marty, good you know, question. Marty's good question. I can't answer these questions, Marty, right now cuz my phone is being blown up by a lot of different places. Um But I do have I do have an inn at Garden City. I have a good friends there. Um, I am aware of what's going on there. They are zero and three, and they've been blown out. I get it, but don't start the rumors. Um, having said that, Sarah, um, I don't even know what I'm. I am do not even know what I'm talking about no more because <laughs> the chat's going crazy. I appreciate everybody in here. Um, me and... You gotta come every day, man. Sarah goes in, We slide into Sarah's DMs on Thursdays, Thirsty Thursdays, and she usually has some IG model on here or some type of porn star, so make sure you come on, in on, on here. I'm just kidding. She doesn't have porn stars on. I have porn stars on. Um, all right, Sarah. I, I rudely interrupted you. What were you saying?
2: I was saying a lot of people are gonna criticize Aaron Rodgers for how he was displaying himself on the sideline, but personally, that's what you want to see. You want to see that. Do you know what I mean? You want to see somebody being upset that they're losing. You want to see somebody care and, and want to do better. Not now,
1: though, Sarah. We're in a soft culture environment. We got a bunch of soft pussies. Motherfuckers get sad and mad and up in their feelings because you yell at them. Just remember, that's why we are where we are right now. We got this soft-ass culture now. You can't, you can't cuss a motherfucker on the sideline now because now you're a bitch-made cat. Colton Pope. I don't know what's going on at Pitt State. I know that's a hell of a fucking Division II program. I know they got the best biggest jumbotron in America, and I know they have a hell of five facilities, and I know they should never lose a fucking football game. I don't know any anything else other than that. Um... Uh,
2: Did everybody from Kansas come over? Because it looks like everybody from Kansas yeah, is in fuck. the chat Zach's right now. talking
1: about Garden is falling apart. First of all, I don't fuck with Minnick, uh, by the way. I think he's a bitch-made cat. Um, but uh, it's funny how you say they have good coaches. You played for their OC, and their head coach is from Arizona Western. I know his name's Mike Minnick. And then you're saying crazy to see them getting mopped. So you just said an oxymoron, and you just made a bunch of hypocritical statements, by the way. They can't be good and great and then getting mopped. Uh, Yeah, they've actually been blown out three times in a row, from what I understand. So something's going on in Garden City, Kansas. And you know what? I'll be honest with you. I loved Garden City, Kansas. I did not mind it at all. Compared to Independence, compared to other cities in Kansas, Garden City is like the third largest city in the state. And it had everything you need. And uh, I just didn't get to witness it or, or or intake it because I was working 20 fucking four-hour days. And I worked for a psychopath. And then everybody's going to say that I'm a psychopath and work for me. So see how it goes? Um, we'll see. But, yes, I appreciate all the Kansans that just fucking monopolized the fucking chat. <laughs> uh, Sarah is actually from Kansas, so shout out to all the Kansans in the room. Uh, appreciate all you guys. Uh, I mean, Garden won with Sims. They won a natty. I don't know what else you want to say. Uh, I don't know about a run. What run were they on? They won one natty. Uh, we beat them once. We should have beat them twice. Sarah's from Lawrence, Kansas, or in that area. Free state in the house. I hear that. Hey, I know the whole state of Kansas, brother. Trust me. Free
2: state. No, huh? free state. I didn't go to the Free State or Lawrence. Hey, by the way,
1: Sarah. Free state is that not the most racist fucking name you've ever heard in your fucking life? Do you even know the history behind that shit?
4: Sean what, Lawrence Waffle. Free state.
1: Sean Waffle. Break down this history of Free State. And do you know? Do oh, you gosh. know that? Uh, What is the school in Topeka? I think it's Topeka High. It is Topeka High. You know, there's a fucking cage under the school that they used to keep the black kids in?
2: Shut up.
1: Swear to God. I've been in it. I've been in it. It's still there. I've
2: been in the motherfucker.
1: I've been in it. It's underneath, under the school in the basement. They had, that's where the black kids went to school. And there was a cage. And it's at Topeka High
2: School. Well, Topeka smells like shit. <laughs>
1: like Topeka not smell ever drove like shit. To-
2: it stinks.
1: Oh, TikTok li- suspended me.
2: Oh, now you're on my- <laughs> You're a band like me. Come
1: on, man.
2: <laughs> Why would they do bullying, bullying and harassment? Who are you bullying? No one. Oh lord, have mercy. It's unbelievable. Everybody says, I don't get, you don't get a tan like that in Kansas. Right. I'm a quarter Filipino. And you're not
1: in Kansas no more. By the and way, I we have fucking Noxie Kansas in here. We got fucking everybody from Kansas is in here. Washburn University's in the house. Topeka Hayden. Fuck me. I recruited Topeka Hayden. We got a lot Tom of Tononoxie's where in, I lived. Uh, yeah. We got a lot of Kansas. Highland Park. Shit. Highland Park. No doubt about it. Hey, I recruited that school. That's a shithole, by the way. Um, I know it all, man. Short, fat, skinny. Did you see? Hey, Blue ba- is
2: it Blue Valley? I cannot keep a social Bally's? media
1: account, Gobby. I cannot keep a social media account to save our life. We haven't even talked about anything relevant. Me and Sarah just been talking and everyone, the chat blew up, so we just started talking about whatever. My, they suspended my TikTok. They cut my fucking Instagram. Hey, dog, I'm fucking, they're against me. Sarah did not go to Bishop Maze. Did you go to Bishop Maze? I
2: did. I did not go to Bishop Meage.
1: Oh my God, Chanute, Kansas
2: is in the house. What the fuck is
1: going on here? Logan, Kansas, now in Conway, South Carolina. Hey, I love Conway, South Carolina. By the way, I do not love Chanute, Kansas. Uh, <laughs> I do Chanute. love. I uh, Chanute, Kansas is out by Independence. <laughs> yeah. Um. Hey, I'm breaking down. Tonight we have the we have the Monday Night show tonight. We have what's called the RPO show. Me and Matt McChesney. We break down all the games from this weekend plus the Monday night game. Uh, it's called the RPO show.
2: Man, I'm about to blow y'all's mind. I did not go to Bishop Meage. I did not go to St. Teresa. I did not go to any of those high schools. I went to Baser. Linwood.
1: Oh wow, Baser Linwood in the house. I recruited the shit out of Baser. I had a kid from Baser Linwood. Uh, Who Ben? Yep. Yeah. And then there's a guy yeah. in here from Bellevue, Kansas. Holy fuck, man. Um, hey, I, I love uh yeah Josh yeah Josh no doubt um I love um I love Conway I love. <gasps> Coastal Carolina, I love that whole area, by the way. Burlington, Kansas is in the house. Baser, fuck. We got all, Riley, Kansas is in the house. What the fuck's going on in Kansas today?
2: (laughs) Nothing, obviously.
1: (laughs) Hey, Hector, I got my dark horse player of the game tonight. I'm going to rock with um, Rashad Penny. Because uh, we, I shut his ass down in high school when we played him. Norwalk High School in the house. SoCal. Um, we shut him down and he's been balling. I got Rashad Penny being the difference maker tonight in the game as the Seattle Seahawks cover the six and a half spread by Denver. That's my pick of the night. And then and then What are we
4: gonna
2: do if you lose? What what's the what is the bet? If hey, you lose? and
1: Hector's gonna come out here and say, uh Penny's out for the game. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hey, B Weezy, Woodson County, Kansas in the house. God damn. Um uh, Jerry Judy will go off, but he's not gonna be the dark horse. Um uh, hey Hector call in Hector real quick I gotta I got I gotta thank for you me and Sarah I gotta thank for you real quick call in real fast and uh sh- call in and let's check it out um what it what will happen if I lose Sarah
2: yeah what what's the we're giving away free merch is that what it is
1: well no that was between me you and Zach
2: No cigars for a week if you lose. No, we need, we we can't have grouchy, Coach JB. (laughs) And
1: the thing is, Christian Christian is allowing my fucking TikTok to be suspended. Instagram to be deleted. Fuck, what's next? Twitter, homie? What are you doing? Fuck. Uh, Does K-State play OU this week? No. Nebraska plays OU this week. I don't know.
2: Twitter is next oh, no we cannot have your Twitter banned we have to yeah, keep
1: your Twitter if Twitter gets banned Christian you're fired just on GP fuck it and you won't know how this thing grows this thing's growing dog does Kansas beat Iowa State yes
2: oh boy
1: Minnie Mills said is golf a sport yes
2: yes yes
1: golf is a sport and guess what? We got Winfield, Kansas in the house. Shout out! I used to fuck a bitch in Winfield. Oh my god! Um, Hector, um, what's we'll coach? Real fast, Hector. By the way, follow Stat Dat. He's on the Coach JB channel. By the way, and he does a morning show right after my morning show Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So make sure you join him. Um, here's my yeah, picks I- for this for tonight. Hector? I,
3: I like that penny play. I Like, I was thinking about it, and the Seahawks do need to establish that run game to keep it close. If they take away that run game, Geno Smith is fucked.
1: Yeah, you're, you're right. Here's the dang. I got Sutton, Disney at... Tied in for $800, by the way. And I think he's going to come in and play like second. He's going to play for Noah Fant. Noah Fant, by the way, the old Denver player is now with the Seattle. So he'll be the starter. Mm-hmm. But Dizley always finds a way to make some impact. So I put him on the cheap to get a, to get away with having Sutton as my captain, Lockett, Metcalf, Penny, and Russell Wilson in my lineup.
3: So, so are you on DraftKings right now?
1: That is a okay. hell of a lineup. With Will Disley being the X Factor and getting me a touchdown on a boot naked play that is going to win me a million dollars. Now for uh, for FanDuel, shout out Pat McAfee, FanDuel. I have um, I have this lineup. <laughs> I have Metcalfe, Captain, Lockett, Wilson, Judy. And then I'm gonna have uh, my main man as the backup running back tonight. I hope he gets a lot of carries. Uh, Travis
3: uh, Homer. Homer. Yeah, the on DraftKings, Homer and DJ Dallas have a ton of value. I think DJ Dallas is like 400 bucks, um, but I don't know if if the Broncos do take away the run game, I th- I think. Uh, there's, gonna, there's not going to be any value on those backup running backs. There'll be some sort of garbage time value on um, possibly Marquise Goodwin. A nice bomb, a sneaky
1: bomb. I, I saw Goodwin on there. I just don't know. I know Sarah's keeping up with everything we're saying right now. She's not bored at all, but don't trip. We're going to get into some uh, modeling here in a second, and we're going to break down modeling one-on-one on DraftKings. Uh, <laughs> Do we put big titties, small ass? Do we put big ass, small titties? What do we bet? Um, I don't know what we bet. Um, Sarah. Fine dude. Everything checks out, even his feet, but he has a Deshaun Watson micropenis or decent looking dude with a huge dick and can fuck. Which
2: one do you take? The second option.
1: <laughs> really? Yes So you take the big dick Who fuck Over the pretty J- Jimmy G Small dick
2: Yeah It's Well I mean Yes
1: uh, Your 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 fucking DMs Are gonna blow up For Thursday That's why I yeah, did Yeah thank you That's a why lot I did this. That's why I did this All you creepy weirdo fucks That aren't <laughs> members yet I know you guys Are gonna slide in their DMs Make sure you do it Slide in their DMs Give her some weird ass shit For content For our show On Thursday For <laughs> Thursday Thursday and send her a dick pic so she can measure it out and blast your ass on Twitter. Uh,
2: <laughs> Fuck my life. <laughs> like...
1: Sarah, go back and say what you were saying. Hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what were you saying? You rather take the second because of the first one does what?
2: Looks are not. My cup of tea. Like uh, my husband's hot, but he also has a badass personality, and I think that's what makes him more attractive to me. You know.
1: But you didn't say he has a big wee wee, so something. <laughs> oh, he has
2: that too. He's packing. Uh,
1: <laughs> shout out to Sarah if, for defending if her everybody's, man. You shout out to know, Sarah to extract- for defending they her would know. You got to do it, women. Defend your man, even if they have a little wee wee. Shout out to her. Um, I'm not saying I'm not calling Matt out I'm saying he has a little wee wee I don't know that But shout out to Matt
2: Hey we make A million dollars on OnlyFans So you know It can't be that small.
1: Shout out to making A million dollars on OnlyFans <laughs> Can't even knock it Oops That was me. me um, <laughs> And
2: then he comes in the chat he said, all, all balls, balls. <laughs>
1: Hey That's what I'm talking about Hey I like I'm big balls too I'm big balled up <laughs> <laughs> hey, is that a real thing, by the way, Hector? When you can become 80 years old, is your balls gonna hit your kneecaps and you're gonna be fucked?
2: <gasps>
1: I'm,
3: I'm not gonna give a fuck when I'm 80.
2: I don't know if i They could
3: fucking
1: shrink for all I care. <laughs> yeah, I'm that way right now. I'm 46. <clears throat> I can give a Why fuck. Why don't they less have right
2: like now. a ball lifting surgery? You know, like they do for girls' boobs. So like we have breast lifts. Why don't they have a ball lift?
1: Hey, what about fake boobs? Do they end up? Do they end up deteriorating? No. So you're good for the rest of your life.
2: Well, I mean, you would definitely. It just depends. Like this is my second boob job. Why? Well, I had a baby and then I I had a breast lift and then I switched my implants out and I got the newer implants, the better implants. And I went bigger. I have the biggest implant that you can possibly get with
1: Well, this, this show is taking a company. complete left turn. <laughs> this show's completely taking a left turn. We called in Hector, he's sitting there like fuck where did I get robbed? like, Wait a minute. Jesus. We were just betting on fucking the Monday night game. We turned into titties, balls, and dick. <laughs> um, this is the hey, this used to be the Slap Dick podcast, by the way. Now we're at the Coach JB show. Um uh, Hector, Trubisky is a winner. Fuck contrary to belief, what 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 fucking Sarah thinks, Trubisky's a winner and this fucker, that, I don't even know the guy's name from Pittsburgh, the college kid. He is not going to play this year. Um, Pickett? Pickett. Pickett's not playing, Sarah, unless they're blowing someone out.
2: I'm telling you.
1: So, I think so. so. You, Coach, so you like what you saw from the Lions? I do because of the fight, and that tells me they bought into their staff. So I do like what I saw from the Lions, and I don't like what I saw from the Eagles later in the game because they don't have the team to bl- to blow you out and keep put a foot on your neck and choke you out, and that is a concern, and that is a thing that comes down from the head coach. If if you flip the scenarios and you give Philly Detroit's head coach, I bet you they put their fucking foot on their neck and win that game by thirty five.
2: Can we, like, start a bracket where we pick who would win in a fight with these coaches from the NFL? Can we start this?
1: But it's never the guy you think. It's never the guy you think.
3: (laughs) That Miami Dolphins coach is getting smoked round one.
1: (laughs) He's the guy that'll win because he'll outsmart everybody and he'll fucking jab you in your fucking nose bone and murder you. I might,
3: I, I might take, I might take the Giants' new head coach. He looks kind of like a hard ass,
1: Brian Dable. He's like <laughs> five foot two.
2: <laughs> I take Mike Dable to beat everybody up.
1: Oh, I forgot about him. I don't know. I think he
2: would just like, yeah, he would choke you and then like push you up and just fucking just go after it.
1: Colton Pope said, "Coach, did you see Mahomes climb the pocket? Best in the league."
2: <laughs> so oh at least you heard my po- no, he's at, least from at least
1: you've listened to me before. That's good. No, he did not climb the pocket. And that's Andy Reed, by the way, telling him to climb the pocket. And I'm glad he did climb the pocket. But he also looks shitty at times. So I'm not worried. I don't think Mahomes is gonna be this fucking great motherfucker. And I think he's gonna end up being the same motherfucker he was. So relax. Um <laughs> and by the way. If we're only talking head coaches, yes. But if we're talking assistant coaches, um, my boy would beat everyone's ass in the league, and that's the OC, the titled OC uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs. So I'm just throwing that out there because that's somebody I grew up with. So I know for a fact he'd beat all the motherfuckers' asses. Um. Dan Campbell or Pete Carroll, Christian Harris, you would say some dumbass shit like that. You want a fucking forty-year-old to play, uh, fight a seventy-five-year-old? Jesus Christ! This show's taking a turn. Um, Baker Mayfield's still shitty. Matt Ryan showing to me that he's can be good. Um, tonight's Monday Night Football game, Hector. We're gonna come on tonight. Uh, maybe you can join us at halftime. We're going to have a show tonight. We're going to talk some football, and we can talk about what's happening at the fir- for the first half, and we can talk some betting during the first half as me and Matt break down the game. Um, it's going to be some interesting takes in this game. It's going to be an emotional game for Russell Wilson. It's also going to be an emotional game for Pete Carroll trying to beat Russell Wilson and the 12th man plus. All the receivers there that are still in Seattle, can they get the football from See, Kobe Brissett? Alright, not Kobe Brissett. Uh Geno Smith. Geno Smith.
3: So So you no, think it's gonna be a relatively close game?
1: I do. I do. I think the game it, will be a field goal game. It's
3: weird because like the first quarter, first half, like Vegas has um the Broncos like leading by a a field goal it's at minus three and a half so you're either getting hooked by them just leading by a, uh by them leading by a field goal and get hooked with that half or it's a close it's a tight ball game
1: i think it's a tight ball very game the whole time. i think it's a tight ball game the whole game um i just don't see Pete carroll getting blown out by anybody number one and number two definitely not somebody he knows the ins and outs of he is going to scheme russell wilson tonight and you're gonna see it firsthand,
3: Coach. Everyone and their fucking mom is on the Broncos full game minus six and a half. Usually, when the whole world is taking that bet, some freaky shit happens.
1: Hey, can you can bet in New Jersey? I can't bet out here. You wanna you wanna bet? I'll give you the money. I'll front the money and I'll bet the money. Let's bet. Hey, we big. can't talk
2: about that. That's illegal.
1: <laughs> huh? Not, not, not in my state. <laughs> not in his state. Oh,
2: I know, I, but the I, way I, you're talking about it.
3: Yeah, I see what you're saying. <laughs>
2: no, it's not. I'm saying I'm gonna give
1: him the money to bet on, on my team and he's just placing a bet for me. I'm betting that Seattle fucking covers and I, I almost bet if there's a bet on there, Seattle wins the game, I would cons- I would wanna I wanna see the numbers on it. What's the odds on Seattle winning that motherfucker on a straight parlay?
3: Well, what do you what do you want right now? I'll tell you. I'll tell you what what the payout is.
1: I'm not on anything. I don't have access.
3: Well, let, yeah. Let me, know, let me know what you're thinking about it. I'll, I'll tell you the the payout right now.
1: Seattle winning the game outright.
3: Uh, plus two twenty. So let's just say you're throwing two hundred bucks on it. Two hundred pays out four forty.
1: No, that ain't shit, dog. I'm to win millions. I want to win like a couple hundred <laughs> racks or something. I'm not going to double my gotta, money. Uh, that ain't no fucking fun. I'm going to double my $200. Sarah, how much you want to throw on it? 10 racks? You got 10 racks?
2: On who? Seattle? Yeah. No, I'm not throwing nothing on Seattle. Why oh, are you so I echoing put, I, so I put a couple more lineups. With, I don't know. You got I put a
3: couple more lineups with uh, a couple like heavily dominated with Seahawks players because everyone's on the Broncos.
1: Let's say we put $1000 on Seattle to win outright. What is the winning?
3: I think that pays out like 2 grand.
1: Fuck, that's shitty, man. Where's the big money?
3: <laughs>
2: In college football?
3: The big money <laughs> No. would be <laughs> Well, the more if you want more coin, let's just say you want the if you think the Seahawks win by a touchdown, a thousand pays out Uh, 4K.
1: All right. What if I pay? What if I bet 500 on Seattle to cover?
3: Well, Seattle's plus six and a half. Right. So if they lose by a touchdown, you're fucked because that number is essentially useless, unless it's a field goal game.
1: Right. Um. Man, I'm very interested. I got to talk to you after this show. Um Sarah, what else yeah. we got going, Sarah? I mean, I don't know if there's anything in the in the chat I wanted to talk about. Um I didn't have anything else in there. Um I just want to talk about the games and everything, and, and, and your SEC homerness. I mean, you're so enamored with the SEC, and I love the Missouri getting smoked by an average K State team.
2: We so, don't claim them.
1: Oh my God, don't claim them. That's like that's like the kid dropped off on your porch, right? You don't claim them. Bullshit. You claim that. Oh, they
2: were not. They were not dropped off on our porch. They're definitely not.
1: What happened? There we go. Whose hands are those? <laughs> are those Matt's or Sarah's hands?
2: They're not mine. They're too pale. And Matt's really tan, too, so. <laughs> uh,
1: the RPO show tonight. Passionate, offensive, and of, uh, real passionate and offensive tonight. Halftime of the game right here on the show I'm going to try to bring Sarah in and fucking liquor up on some tequila. See if we can get some girls <laughs> to come in, join, maybe share some pom-poms, slide in the DMs, do something crazy. I don't know what we're going to do. We're going to get it cracking. I think Judy's going to ball. Sutton may ball. I think the two whiteouts for Seattle's going to ball. I think uh, there's going to be a lot of options out there tonight for the game. Cigar of Choice, slap Slapdick. It will be out any day now. Um, that is the Cigar of Choice. It is a Cuban Lajero Leaf, Triple Leaf Lajero Cuban blend hand rolled slapdick cigar. Best you've ever had. And if you don't say you it is, then you're just a fucking hater bitch. Uh, We need
2: to get you out to Knoxville for the Florida game with your cigars doing a live show. Because I know that me and Zach talked about it and he's down. We got to do a live show out there. Everybody and their mom's going to be out there. And I know that they want you out yeah, too. I
1: don't like everyone and their mom. That's the problem. I don't like people and humans, so I try to stay know, away from them I know, but this is
2: a big them. deal.
1: I know, that's what she said when I popped it out. But the bottom line is, I don't like people, Sarah. I like you, I like Matt, I like some people like Zach and shit I'll fuck with, but I don't like people, and I end up cussing out people. That's just what I do when I get around people. This could be
2: really good, though, you know, for a reality show. It could be good TV.
1: I'm sure it could be. Um, <laughs> my whiskey is all over Knoxville, Tennessee, in all the liquor stores, by the way. So you can get my whiskey, Slapdick Whiskey, in Knoxville. So I can have the distiller bring a bunch of whiskey. That's not a problem.
2: Yes.
0: That's
3: sick. Any update
1: on Jersey?
2: I'm be doing it.
1: Not Jersey yet. Um, we have a new, uh, new thing in the mix. I'm going to make an announcement here shortly, but... I got some other things in the works right now. Um, it would make good TV, Lucy, but then I'll be in jail as well. I look like something out of Trailer Park Boys. Um, I can't do that.
2: I can't and do the that.
3: media will have a field day with you.
2: Hey. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> exposure is exposure. It is. Well, tomorrow I'm shooting for Playboy. Oh.
1: And I'm shooting for penthouse.
2: Yes.
1: And I got a G string on with a pinky toe rings.
2: Fuck with me. It's an orange G string that says Tennessee balls.
1: Is that what you're wearing? Really?
2: That's what you're wearing.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm about to say no way they're letting you (laughs) wear that. Because there's no way. Because Playboy (laughs) Playboy is known for winning. And there's no fucking way they're going to let you wear that shit.
2: Hey, this is the only part of the whole thing that i've got my tennessee
1: are you wearing those in the playboy shoot?
2: Yes, that's why i have them. I had to do something neutral. You can't have logos or anything that's very strict.
1: What are you going so, what are you going to wear for the playboy shoot?
2: What am i not going to wear?
1: I don't know. I'm just saying what's it's playboy? playboy. Is playboy like fully nude now or no? Yeah. Oh, playboy is
2: fully nude now? It's been, you can do whatever you can do implied. You can do, nude, oh, I thought you they can changed.
1: Do... I thought they went to like tops and shit. No. So you're fully naked in this deal.
2: I don't know. We'll see.
1: She can't tell anyone anything. So please make sure you subscribe, become a member. If you ever <laughs> want to see anything, you have to become a member of this show. And if all 200 people do not become a member right now, I will block you and you will all never, ever see her naked. <laughs> uh, we got a lot done today Zach came in Appreciate him We got a lot of stuff going I still I got In about three hours I got another show Ready to go um, The massage guy That jacked off on Sarah Is the photographer For the shoot Apparently He is not So he is we have not. All kind of drama Here on the Coach JB show So <laughs> Shit Um Hold on, Wido. Who is PNB Rock?
3: Apparently, he's, he he's, a rap- sh- he's a rapper.
1: Oh, fuck. Yeah, I wouldn't know. Apparently, he was shot in a Roscoe's South Central LA robbery attempt. Well, yeah, I've been to that Roscoe's many times. I know right where it is.
2: Roscoe people, Coltrane's.
1: Oh, fuck. <laughs> we got to get this girl cultured. We gotta get her out of the fucking backwoods of Florida, Tennessee, and Kansas. Get her out here to the West Coast, the best coast. So hey, she I'm can ready figure out what's going on. It's crazy how many people know these no name rappers and shit. I don't know these motherfuckers. And I'll tell you one thing, if I was making money and I'm known, I'm not gonna be at Roscoe's. You're asking for you're asking for it, dog. You motherfuckers are ignorant as shit, man that's fucked up. He should be able to go to Roscoe's. No, he shouldn't be able to go to Roscoe's because he has money. And there's a bunch of soft motherfuckers out here who will steal your money. So be smart and keep your money and live. You dumb fucks. You know where I'd be, Sarah, I'd be in my mansion in Hollywood Hills, chilling with my security. And I'm in the fucking pool with my pit bulls, chilling, drinking. And I have my own bitches come over. And guess what? The last time I checked, you can have chicken and waffles delivered.
2: Oh, Door yeah. Dumb eats, motherfuckers.
1: Baby. You dumb motherfuckers. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, coach. pB whatever that is. What is he? PMB, peanut butter and jelly, whatever the fuck his name is. That's what he P- gets, P- B- dog. Rock. Sorry, that's what he gets. Don't be a fuckstick stick and go out and try to yes. floss. Don't
2: try to floss. That's why Tupac got shot. Keep D new.
1: Nah, there's a lot of other things about that one, but we won't get into that. Um, <laughs> um, Exactly. DoorDash or whatever the fuck it's called. I've never ordered that shit. I refuse to have some food delivered to my motherfucking house. I just refuse it. I had a girl here the other night, by the way, FYI. She was sitting there trying to order some things and I said, go get it. And i like, no, we'll have it delivered. I said, no. No, we're not. having delivered. Because okay. I don't trust anybody, first of all. If you just roll up to my house in a Honda Accord and you deliver me some food, God, you know Ford. where my house is. So you're not. And I'm not giving you my house. You're not getting my address. You're not putting me in no program so you can come try to hit a lick later on. No. Because I would hate to smoke your motherfucking ass and let my dog eat you that night and bury you on my hill. And I would hate to do that to you, but that will happen. So I'm just telling you.
2: I am totally opposite of you. I DoorDash everything. I, the DoorDash man has even seen me naked. Like, I mean,
1: shit.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I use Uber Eats a lot too. But one thing that I noticed <laughs> is when you do order food, they skimp your shit all the time. But if I'm like getting takeout and I'm there and I'm grilling them and I'm watching them make that shit, they don't skimp me. But if you do takeout, they don't give a fuck. Yeah, I agree.
2: Yeah, I mean, that is true.
1: I agree. Yeah, that's a show. I'm telling you, I could do that on OnlyFans, uh, Steve Max. Yeah. I could do that on OnlyFans, have randoms come through, but they're, they're going to serve food. So I'll barbecue. They'll be naked. They serve the food. I'll have my dogs out there. My homeboy Spree's going to be making beats under my pergola with the fire pit going on the jacuzzi. <laughs> I'll have some bitches in the jacuzzi. I'll have my dogs in there, and then that's what it'll be. So... We'll call it B, 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 and B. I'm just telling you. Baddies, barbecue, bullies, and beats.
2: So this girl that you had over, is this the girl that I know? (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) Is it?
1: Uh, fuck. Yay Come may. on Sarah You can't put me on blast like
2: that like, What the fuck you, shit is said, well, you said she wanted to order food And if it is then I just like My likeness for her has grown Exponential
1: Yes And that's all she does Oh I like her That's all she does
2: She's a badass
1: That's all she does No she's a fuck stick
2: She's a baddie with a badass Hey. Yes. Yes. She
1: got she got a little fat ass on her, a little bit, a little bit. Um, but she got fake titties too. <laughs> you know what I saying mean? It's all the same shit. Why is it so quiet in here? Everybody, because
2: <laughs> you're blushing. <laughs>
1: Exactly, Steve Mac. We can't be putting names out there and shit. I got too many hoes. Monday, Tuesday, out? Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I got hoes. I can't be having everyone's name out there. got uh, in different area codes. Julian Oaks. Make sure you subscribe. Become a member today. Don't let it pass by because tomorrow we may not be here. Make sure on the count of three, we all hit the fucking like button. One, two, three. Make sure to hit the like button. If you don't all hit the like button, you'll all be fucking castrated uh, at the first of the month, by the way. Um, oh, nah. Nah, people. Yeah, TJ's. He. TJ played for me. So you guys got to understand. TJ knows a lot of the hoes that he used to see coming into the office. Okay. So TJ was a young little fafa. And at the time. <laughs> and TJ used to be jealous about a lot of the females he saw me with. Um, Hey TJ You know who lives Right by me Chelsea And she had a kid She had a kid By somebody She has a kid She lives with the guy Um, She lives right by my house I saw her I actually saw her And talked to her And everything Chelsea's out here
3: Coach How do your dogs act When you got a girl over
1: I can't do anything Right now dog Because they're so fucked They're just so fucked up That's when they are The worst That's when they fight Each other
3: like, like, do they think
1: that she's, like, free game? No. And like, in their, no, in their no, no, head, no, no, you know, no, no, like they're trying no, to home? No. They're, uh, my dogs love they're females. They're
2: each other now.
1: Yeah, my dogs love females. So they're super, super all for the female, and then they fight each other because they're so fucking uh, jealous, and they end up fucking fighting each other. And that's just what the shit show is right now. So, that is what I face, and that's why there's just there's the two alphas, and then the and then I have alpha female Bailey, who's just a complete cunt. <laughs> she's a great dog, like I love her to death, dog, because she's totally loyal to me. But like she jumps on me, and the dog comes by, she fucking growls at him, tries to bite him. She don't want anyone <laughs> near me.
3: With, coach, with my dog, like it's so it. I find it so weird when. Like my girl or my mo- or or I'm with my mom. He's all lovey dovey. Lays down on their lap, and he never does that shit with me. <laughs> I don't know what's good with that.
1: <laughs> they love pussy.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's like a completely different dog. It's crazy,
1: dude. What? No, this motherfucker dog. I'm telling you, this guy right here. He's Stogie's son. He is He's a fucking completely... This dude fucks with me on purpose. <laughs> so last night, Sarah, this motherfucker, man, unbelievable last night how he fucked with me. He fucked with me last night unbelievably. <laughs> and then I woke up this morning and this motherfucker sitting on my face and I did not know I was knocked out. Finally, I got some sleep and this motherfucker popped up next to my face.
3: He nah, fucked it. with you this no, morning you during the show, too, right? You see him
1: pop his head? What'd you say?
3: He fucked with you this morning during the show, too, right?
1: Oh, he fucking kicked the power <laughs> off. He, <fucking> <laughs> Look
2: at at. <laughs> he pulled the plug this morning. Oh my gosh.
1: No, not there, dummy. Right here. Ash, right here. Fuck, dude. Anyway, um,. Hey, Lucy, you can have the motherfucker if you want him. Nah, not Ash. Ash is my, uh... He's, he's Stogie's last uh, bloodline, so he's gonna stay. I love all of them, but I gotta find two of them homes. And I hate to get rid of Bailey again, by the way, because I brought her back because she was being mistreated. But I gotta find her a home. I had somebody, but I think they flaked out, and now I gotta find someone else. I'm trying to take both of them to the same home, by the way. Um, I want both of them to have the same house. Um... And hopefully it's a female. Hopefully it's a female. Hey, Uso, I did beat his ass. Not nothing crazy, but that motherfucker was getting on my nerves and then he knocked everything down like he's going to come right now. And <laughs> come over here. Come over here. Come over here lay down. Come here. come here. Give me a paw. Give me a paw. Motherfucker loves giving me his paw. This motherfucker just pawed me all fucking night long last night. Oh, hey. Shut up.
2: Uh-oh, jealous.
1: Hey, well, let's turned into the dog show. And uh, we're going to be back on with Matt McChesney for the RPO show. Um, if you stayed on after my show this morning for the morning show, Hector came on and gave everybody his bets. So, Hector, uh, what is your can't-miss bet of the night so everybody in this show can give you uh, some So they can take it and run. We had 255 people in here at one point. Appreciate you. Shout out. Make sure you hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. Make sure you follow Sarah on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Uh, You cannot follow me on Instagram anymore. They banned me. So you can follow Sarah.
2: The Coach JB Show also.
1: The Coach JB Show on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok. So follow that.
3: I can give uh, three quick betting leans because uh, this game is it's, – it's tricky. It's tricky because um, as much as I want this to be a close game, there's also a high chance that the Broncos just smoke the Seahawks. Um, but there's three bets that I thought were – three bets caught my eye, and that is Melvin Gordon over 38-and-a-half rushing yards. They brought him back for a reason, and – it's a kind of a mystery their approach in the run game. Do they go with the hot hand? Do they split every other da- every other drive? Um, so I did. I do like that. DK Metcalf over four and a half receptions in the three games that Geno Smith played last year. Uh, DK Metcalf had six in two of those three games, and also I like Jerry Judy over four and a half receptions as well. Um, the public is heavy on Sutton, but there's just something about Judy that I like. Um, his yards are – his yard prop is pretty juiced. It's at, like, 60 yards, so I'd rather take my chances on the four-and-a-half receptions. Um, but those are the only three plays that I find, re- find really interesting. Um, but, yeah, I have more stock on DFS tonight because there's – someone's taking home a Millie. And, Coach, why can't it be us?
1: I, I That's what I say. I say the same shit. So, I'm down. Um, everyone's blowing me up about West Virginia. Did West Virginia fire Neil Brown? I haven't no, heard No, I
2: just Googled it.
1: Yeah, I don't know why they're saying that. Maybe the backwoods West Virginia folks know. I don't know. Um, we'll see what happens. But I'm taking Seattle at all costs tonight. I'm just telling you right now, Hector, that's my... Uh, That's where I stand with the thing. I'm taking uh, Seattle. I think they're going to cover this whole deal. Um,
3: Yeah, Brian Martinez. It's nine bucks on FanDuel, but it's 15 bucks on DraftKings.
4: Yep.
1: I took it all short, fat, skinny, and tall. Um, It's It's anyone's
3: game, especially this. Week one, Monday night game, it's anyone's fucking game.
2: Um. Hmm. Their AD issued a statement, but that's all that I can find. What did he say? Basically, he said that he's disappointed as the fans are, um, but I see how much our coaches and players care and want to win and make our fans proud. Everyone involved knows that the on-field results have not met expectations and absolutely no one is satisfied. There are 10 games left in the season and the focus is still on getting the results that we all expect. So. <laughs>
1: well, of course they're going to say that's the politically correct answer. Right. So, whoopee we'll fucking dude. Um, he's on the way out, I'm sure. So. We'll see what happens on that one. Um, I know Pat McFee and then mentioned me as taking that job today on his show. So shout out to my boy, Boston Connor, for shouting that out. Um, but I appreciate everybody coming in today. I appreciate all you guys' support. Um, Wait, what? Um, and we'll see you here in a few hours as me and Matt McChesney is going to be on the RPO show at halftime of the game. And then if not, I'll see you tomorrow for the wake-up call. I'll see you tomorrow, Tuesday, for Talk That Talk with Sarah at 1 o'clock. Make sure you join and follow and become a member. And like I said, this show is just now getting going, and we're just getting it growing. So that shit rhymes, by the way. So fuck Wido. I'm the motherfucking <laughs> Um I'm just fucking with you. Appreciate everybody. All right, Hector, I might call you in a minute and see if you can come on tonight.
3: Yeah, sounds good. I'll be around.
1: All right, appreciate you. Um, take those calls. Take those bets, Sarah. It's always special. Um, hopefully, Matt, don't take no offense, and you guys. No. Uh, hey, I appreciate you, Gobby, Lucy, everybody. Um, I don't know, Sarah. Are you going to watch the game tonight? Maybe. Damn, Sarah don't give a fuck about NFL. It's crazy. It's the
2: not freaking legit league.
1: You don't give a fuck about NFL. It's been <laughs> much better. The, the NFL Sunday was 10 times better than college Saturday this year.
2: No, yes, no, it was. no, no. There was much better no NFL fucking way. games
1: Sunday than there was college game Saturday.
2: No, no fucking way.
1: What do you mean? College was horrible this weekend.
2: Dude, there is nothing like... College football. There's nothing like SEC football. Nothing like it.
1: There is when Appalachian State beats Texas A&M. So, I'm just telling you.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's good fucking. Texas A&M sucks, but.
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, All right, Sarah. Stick around for one minute. I'm going to end the show. I'll see you guys tomorrow. I'll see you tonight. Come back here. Halftime of the NFL halftime game. Me and Matt McChesney will be doing the halftime show RPO show right here on this channel. I'll see you guys in a minute. Peace. I'm a chameleon, they call me, man. Yeah. I can go in there, walk into any... Any type of, uh, any home, any background, walk down any street in, in the country, in my opinion, and I think that real recognizes real. It's new, new venture that we have. The Coach JV Show with the fabulous Sarah Blake. I am ready to do some content. The Coach JV Show, Give it to you straight, no chaser.